And we're back, Micaiah. This is Salt of the Streets podcast, episode 27, because I did 26 yesterday. It's Saturday, August 11th, 1227 p.m. I'm Donovan. Micaiah, we've got a special guest in the studio today. It's Micaiah for the third time. Um, of the upper left, we have had you on here once before, and we're super happy to have you here. Um, before we go any farther, just so I don't forget, I have to tell everybody... Um, Make sure that you check out saltofthestreets.com. Uh, the Twitter, I'm out. I'm at out. Shit, salt of the street. That's what it is on Twitter. On Instagram, it's alpaca underscore Donovan. Makai, what is your what's your Twitter and Instagram? Uh, my Twitter is uh, at macrays m a c k r a y z, and my Instagram. I did this last time too because I'm not. <laughs> I don't know my. Uh, you know my my ads off the top not off the top not off the top i change it oh i change it who knows oh at macrays underscore ul and the ul stands for upper left of course so there you go there you go and I then salt of the <laughs> and then salt of the streets instagram is salt of the streets i'm pretty sure um you can find all this content and more also our videos are on youtube at salt of the street uh, you can find all the content and more at salt of the streets.com that's where we post the blog post every week the descents go up once a month all the episodes any of our extra stuff goes on there um that's where we'll you know we'll put all your guys' stuff on there. We'll post that with the new episode. Um, we did an episode yesterday. Doesn't matter. This one's going to come out in two weeks. Nobody's going to fucking know because they're not going to get it anyway. So, um, <laughs> so, anyway, at the time, this was recorded. If you noticed, it was recorded the day after the Century Club episode. Because Colin is in New York, this is what we had been talking about. Um, the last time he was here, we watched the Hall of Fame game and just bullshitted for like oh, two yeah. hours. It was really cool. Um, so... Micaiah, you're here today, and we're going to do a lot of interview-type stuff with you, um, long-form, like always, and just kind of let the conversation go where it's going to go. Um, but because Colin is not here, can I ask you what you ate today? Because that's just like what I'm used to doing. Colin passed out that one time, and ever since then, I ask him every time the show starts, like, Colin, what did you eat today? And, like, just to make sure that he's eaten enough before the show starts. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you had some sun chips today. I probably haven't eaten enough, no, yeah. I just, I just had these sun chips. That's why I needed to go to the, the store. <laughs> you needed some type I of haven't snack. had. I was like, I need to eat something. Yeah. Before Yo, we'll make sure that we get some food and we get some pizza and stuff here that you can have before you leave. Okay, that. Cool, yeah, because yeah. I might need some more nourishment. Yeah, yeah, no, we've got that. Um, I'm super excited that you're here. What did you What did you do this week? Did you <clears> do anything of note this week? Um, not that I can think of. Uh, I've just been working really most hustling out here just working yeah yeah i haven't really done anything too uh too crazy you know i mean recorded some new songs but that's about it i mean but we're always trying to record new songs right so. <laughs> it's, no, not, it's not necessarily new you know yeah that last one that denzel put up that shit was fire oh like yes shout out denzel 2 a.m fucking denzel fucking denzel uh, it's denzel bro the voice i when i met him that first time i was first shocked at how fucking big he was because when i just saw pictures <laughs> of him i thought that he was like way more regular size and he was fucking massive and no then, he's a big guy yeah and then his voice is f- f- stupid it's shout out to him too because he lost a lot of weight he was he was a little chunky fella but really he looks yeah. fucking cut now that's fucking oh no nice. he's he's slimmed down yeah. but he's still big so it's like 
It's a tough life, dude. Yeah. It's a tough life being a big guy. I can attest to that, Denzel. I bet. Yeah, that I can truly attest to. Weight struggles is fucking real. That's, I bought a kettlebell because, like, I don't have time. With Jordan being pregnant, I do more stuff around the house and work more. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily have time to, like, go to a gym. But I got time to fucking work out at my house when I got time to work out. Right. So like, I'm, I'm doing stuff anyway, so. Yeah. So I good. bought a fucking kettlebell so when I got 20 minutes, I can sit down and do some shit, but um yeah that's that's what's up the only thing i really did this week i did like i said the century club yesterday um that was crazy i'm really excited for that episode to go up (laughs) that one's gonna come out yeah i want to see that yeah on monday um and then the i have i did a couple of live streams on twitter so there's some like some videos that are already out there Um, but then the full video will be out after colin gets back because he he tried to get me to send him the videos while he was gone and i'm like you're on vacation, motherfucker. You can't have Yeah, them. chill out. Yeah. Be, be there and be present with your family. Do what, you're, fucking, do what you're there to do. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to work. Exactly. Work on your time off. Yeah. He was yeah. like, well, I'll just do it like when I got time. I'm like, nah, dog. Like, you, nope. Just, no, you won't. Yeah. Just fucking kick <laughs> it. Like, you're in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do all kinds of shit that you, you have. You probably don't do. have enough time to do anything that you can do in no. New York City. Do everything that you can do in New York City. Right. No, I you called him saying? yesterday when the Century Club was done just to tell him, you know, it's done. Like, this episode's over. And, like, there was, he was obviously out doing something. Like, you could hear other people around him. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, word, well, don't let me fucking hold you up. Like, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just get back on. Like, I'm just fucking just trying to let you know that we got some shit going. But it was good. So, so let's get into this shit. So let's start with let's start with growing up. All right. So you born in Bremerton, mm-hmm. and you've just you've lived here your whole entire life, right? You guys you never moved anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Because you and Jordan went to junior or went to elementary school together. Yeah, elementary then, school. And then we went to junior high and high school together. Um, did the house that your parents live in now? Um, is that the house that you like always grew up in or did you live in a couple of different houses? I lived in a couple of different houses right now. Actually, my parents moved, uh, last summer they moved. To, oh, they did. Uh, they moved to Florida last summer. What? Well, Georgia actually. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Nah, man, for real. They moved, uh, last summer for my mom's work. So, Damn. Yeah. I was there for Christmas around Christmas time with my brother to uh visit visit them i had no idea yeah i never lived there obviously. yeah right 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 <laughs> i thought that they still lived fucking you know like right around like right by the elementary school yeah no they Fuck. moved out that's so sad i'm so sorry no yeah i'm i'm sorry too i hate it yeah do you fucking do you miss your parents hella bad no i miss them yeah, yeah. for sure no i don't hate it it's okay because I, when i went to visit them it was cool and yeah. it was a fun experience you know just getting to go down there and everything but uh, when they first moved, I was like the only. I was like, no. I was like, what? No, please. And I was like, don't do this. <laughs> don't don't go. leave. Yeah. I was like the only person. My brother's like, no, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. And I'm like, no, no. But I mean, it is what it is. But uh, yeah. So before that, we lived at uh, by the elementary school. We did yeah. live there, and I was we lived there for like. 10 or 12 years i think long time and then before that we were we lived closer to fairview word so it's weird it's like it, it almost feels like there's there was two stages of my childhood yeah it was like the first was at that first house and then the second was you know, at the after we moved right. and that was like Over i went to esquire. fifth and sixth grade yeah i went to fifth and sixth grade at esquire and then junior high and high school all at that same house 
but I do remember some some stuff from that that first house. Yeah, which was like it was different. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, because what school did you go to? Cottonwood when you lived over there. Cottonwood, yeah. Yeah, and so before that. So when you went back to so when you went to junior high when you went to Ridgetop, you like reconnected with some kids that you went to Cottonwood with. Yeah, it was weird. It was definitely both. It was like. It was even more like when I got to Oli, when I went to when we went to high school. Yes. Then it, there was like those kids that I went to elementary with before, you know, that went because uh, when I moved for fifth and sixth grade, it was a district change, and I I was I went to Ridgetop versus going to Fairview. Oh, right. They where a lot of my boundaries. they changed the boundary like that I forgot year. about that. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of it was weird. We had a split. Like a yeah. lot of our friends went to Fairview and then people some that of were, them went to went to Ridgetop. Yeah. People that were going to go to Ridgetop that weren't going to anymore because yeah, they changed the way that Exactly. And I was still again. on that Ridgetop side right. of the hill or whatever. So it and was they, it was weird. They did that again between 8th and ninth grade too. Because there were some kids that went to yeah. seventh and eighth grade with us that there was a bunch of kids that at Fairview just left, for, yeah, and yeah. then kids that came. So it was like, so yeah, when we got to Oli, it was kind of like a reunion, like you yeah. know, like all our friends from elementary and all that, like Harry and guys like that, like yes. just people that I never got to go to junior high with. We went to high school with them, so yeah, that was pretty cool. He works but, at fucking. Uh, Moctezuma's. Yeah, I've seen him. I've yeah. seen him there. He's a really nice guy. He is. He's, he's his really, whole really family nice is. Guy. His whole family's nice. I miss them. Yes. Peoples. They are good people. <laughs> I that. So, high school. You played played football, right? Because we played football together. Right? You, mm-hmm. you play, yeah. And then, did you you play basketball also? Yes. Yeah. And track and field. And, oh, right. I fucking remember that. I yeah. remember seeing you doing track in junior high. I forgot all about that. Word. And what being was like my number one sport. Yeah. So was that your favorite one to do, or was that just the one you were best at? Uh, a little bit of both. I loved track. I loved each sport for its own reasons. Yeah. I loved track and field. Um, I really don't know if I could pick a favorite sport because I like them all so much. Mm-hmm. But. Track and field definitely is like a special one. It's different from any other sport yeah. to me, in my opinion. It's so, different from. So, what did you like about football? Football? Yeah. What I liked about football was. Um, what I liked about football is just like. It feels like one of the. It feels like the sport where you could cut loose the most. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. It's like you go on the field and you just like tear shit up. Like, definitely. that's just like. Like the mentality of football, right. I think. Because it's all right, favorite. like within the confines of like the rules, you know. Just, yeah. Just don't really take anyone's fucking head off, and you'll be all right. Yeah. You know? Like, especially in high school, they were pretty. At the time that we played, they were pretty lax with like what you could do. You know? Right. Don't don't intentionally break his arm, and you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we did, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the I think the team aspect of football, because like, of course, basketball is a team sport, also, but I yeah. think football is a sport where where the team the brotherhood of it is one of those it's one of the stronger team sports if yeah. you know what I mean it's just like the way we felt about our defense in high school was like it was like alright bring it you know like our guys against yours like I don't know that was just 
That was pretty special, the team aspect. Of what position you play? Linebacker? Yes. I started out at the end, then I started playing linebacker. Yeah. I played a little bit of safety before I got hurt. And then, yeah. And so, track. Track is is a team sport because it's a team, but you're also competing like by yourself most of the time. Right. right? Like, unless you're in uh, some type of relay or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Then you're, That's the interesting thing about track is it is a team sport, especially in high school because, you know, your team – in the average meet, your team collects, you know, you get so many points and you compare it to the other t- schools. It's like per event, right? Right. And placements and things like that. Um, so it's a team sport, but it's also an individual sport. Yeah. Because when I do my event, I just want to beat you. Like, right. that's my thought. That's my goal right now. It's like, I want to beat you. And so it's like, there's that. And then it's like, and then later you go back and you go, okay, how do we do as a team? You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. Track is different. I loved it, though. Definitely more of a personal test. than Because I played football, too, and you can't. Football is definitely a team sport because not not one person can do any of that by themselves. No. Like you, yeah. you have to have the other ten dudes to be able to try and get some shit done. Like right. If you're down one person, you will notice that mm-hmm. like right away. Yeah. You know? So... I can, that's very interesting. There are there are some aspects of, of football, like especially if you are like a DN or something like that, you're going to be lined up over pretty much the same dude the whole entire game. You know? yeah. In that aspect, it's more personal because you're like, all right, well, if I can work you this whole fucking game, then you're mine. Then you know I got saying? your number. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's very interesting. And what what events did you do in track? You did track and field events, right? Yeah, I actually did most. I actually did just field. I did a little bit. I did. Like, way back in junior high, I did, like, a, the four by one or something like that because they were, like, down a guy or something. And yeah. I had to do it a couple of times. But outside of that, no, I just did shot put, discus, and javelin. and uh, The man shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the lazy shit. No. No, it takes hard work regardless, but it's just, like... I just didn't really like to run that much, to be honest. Yes. Fuck running, dude. No. That was, I was like, I run in basketball, I run in football. Like, I'm not, I didn't come to try, I didn't, I'm not trying to. That was the worst If I don't thing, have to. <laughs> that was the worst thing for me about football was, like, the conditioning days, you know? Yeah. You know the last 45 minutes of practice is just running. You're just like, running. We're just going to run. Like, we're just, <laughs> yeah. just going to run and nonstop. That's like, we're just going to run. And I remember being, like, a lineman and like hating how much I ran because we would like the farthest we would run was out to the 50 and then back and we would like see the receivers that are running like to the end zone and back and we're like this is terrible but fuck that that looks awful I don't want nothing to fucking do with that like I'll I'll take this any day you know that was that was fucking horrible and the two a days and you only did them for we only did them for like a week or two you know it wasn't that long but the two a days having to show up there later that day you're like what why do I do this? Why? Why the fuck do I do this at all? You know? I've been doing this twice a day. Yeah. You gotta think. And then if you really want to play, you gotta just think, well, at least I'm not in Texas. You know? Like, if, at least I'm not in Texas where I'm doing this all fucking season. You know? Where I practice. All year long. Yep. Before school and then after school. And it's hot um, as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I was, I, I'm not about that. Uh, did your your dad your dad is a fucking massive human being um, he is we were just talking about this that's so funny <laughs> did he play sports when he was in high school did they did your parents go to high school around here or are they from somewhere else yeah my dad went to 
East High School when Bremerton High School was still oh, East and shit. West High School. I think he was there. He was like one of the last classes when it was still East and West. My mom actually old. went to Olympic High School. Really? And I'm pretty sure that someone from the Olympic High School staff or someone that went to school with her told me that she was the first uh, black woman on homecoming court at Olympic High School. Really? So that was pretty cool, yeah. Part of the history. Right, huh? yeah. That was pretty That's cool. wild. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she went to Ole. My dad went to East High. And yeah, he was, uh, um, he actually, he's like upset because when they, when they joined the schools, I guess they got rid of like all the records or something. Just erase Like the them. sports records. Yeah. And he, he held like the shot put record at one point and stuff like that. So it was like. I can see that. He's just like, they just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. They just fucking wiped me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, he definitely held the shot put record. And my aunt, his sister actually held, held the female shot put record too. Cause so. That's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. It's pretty wild. That's like uh, the they had like a he. My grandparents had this news article of him. Yeah, from way back in the day. It's like the, you know, like was a fucking wrestler, and then both of the brothers yeah. were wrestlers. Like that's that's dumb. Like how 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 do you do shit like that? The entire just, family. Yeah, your whole family, both the Manning brothers and their dad, you know, and shit like that. Like yeah, how, how the fuck do you do that? You just <laughs> read success. Like I don't. It's crazy. I'm just hoping, like, yeah, like, graduate from high school, go and, you know, do something that you really love and, like, make a living for yourself. Just you make know? a like living, this, doing yeah, something, just, yeah. Just do all right, you know, and these guys do are all right, like, be happy. If you don't make it to the NFL, we got some, we got some real shit to talk about. You know? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. But, so that's, that's what's up. And so your parents were born here and they never, did your dad, was your dad in the military or anything like that? Nah, my grandfather was. He was uh, from Jacksonville, Mississippi. He. Uh, that's how he ended up here. Yeah, that's how he ended up here. Well, it's weird because they were like moving back and forth a lot. I guess like most military families do. Yeah. Because he was. They were. They lived in California a lot. My dad was actually born in San Bernardino, and my mom was born in Louisiana. So. Um, I'm not really. Sh- I don't really remember how my mom ended up here, but my dad ended up here through like the military. they yeah. His dad. They just eventually they moved here. Some of the family stayed in other places, but they moved here, and he met my mom and like here. I don't know how she got here, but that's yeah. Your dad. Your so your parents moved to Georgia. He said. Yeah. Yeah, and so do your mom get a new job or move for the same job? Move for the same job, and higher is, position. What does she do? She. <laughs> this is weird because I can never answer this question, and I've had this discussion with her so many times. <laughs> she works. She's some kind of manager for Lockheed Martin. Words. Yeah, I'm not allowed to know the specifics. I'm sure that's a good job to be having. It's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, real. She used to work on Banger. Yeah. Um. And people would ask me all the time, like, yeah, what does your mom do? You know, like, and I'd be like, mom, what do you do? And she's like, I mean, I can't really tell you. I work for Lockheed. Right. I work for Lockheed Martin. Yeah. And, like, we would do, like, the go to take your, they had, like, the day where they would, uh, like, take your kids to work day or whatever. Yeah. And then they would, like, we would go in there and make, like, these little paper rockets and stuff like that. But, you know, 
it was never really we like never we would just go in this room yeah we would just like going no it wasn't like take your kid to work day because yeah. i don't get to see what she does it was right. like we would go in this room and uh like have lunch and stuff and then some some people would come in they would take us on a tour around the base <laughs> and they would take us to that thing where um where they showed you how they trained uh the people the uh they showed you how they trained the um the sailors for like um on the submarine for like when uh water like oh. starts to get into the sub yeah and like how they repair it and weld it and stuff like that so they would like that tank thing that they put them in and then they just like start shooting water in there and then they <laughs> have to like swim around and repair and stuff it's pretty crazy it was like a it was like a movie but yeah but that was about it it never had anything to do with what my mom actually did just some cool shit now that i think about it yeah it was just like we'll just take these kids to see some cool shit and then they'll be like they'll be fine with it but that was about it yeah my brother-in-law's in in the navy and i've asked him like a probably a dozen times what he does because i for some reason just always feel like i forgot you know but then every time i do he's like oh um like he has like a script on a card that he tells people because like that's what he can tell people. Like this does, is you it. Know? You can't say yeah. anything more than this. Weapons, technology, and something, something, and whatever, right. and whatever. And uh, he's I'm like, does that have anything to like do with what you do? And he's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. All right. Well, like that's what's up. You know. So it's like it's, I didn't even realize it until I got older either because I was like reading this <coughs> news article I remember and it was like because it was about. Um, these new planes that Lockheed Martin was like trying to build, like help the government build and stuff like that. It was like mm-hmm. these new like jets and stuff. And it was like going into like how they, like what Lockheed Martin does and how they build missiles and things like that for the government. And I was like, okay, this is starting to make sense why she can't like, <laughs> why she like can't give me details on what they do at her yeah. job. <laughs> so, yeah. And what does your dad do? nothing really not for work he uh he works around the house things like that he's like he's a soccer dad that's awesome and he has been for a while now so it's like he used to work on uh psns at the i forget what the store is called at the next no not the net uh nah he worked at the the one i think he worked at the one that was more like uh it's the other one it's like a smaller one it's like in that area though Mm. i forget what it's called yeah but he was working there for a while and then like he just like retired and then he your mom just taking care of me and my yeah take care of me and my brother ever since he's just like he's the dad that goes all the games you know yeah um he was every practice every game every everything uh so it was pretty legit to have my dad you know be that person um that was pretty cool so yeah and i always think about that too it's like shout out to my mom man her job is like like she's getting paid (laughs) obviously (laughs) yeah she's getting paid so it's like my dad to the point where my dad didn't hasn't worked in at least 10 years at the at the 10 years like at the that's dope so it's like hey hopefully yeah shout out shout out to her well, and that's dope. Like, I don't know. That's all that I can really say about it. That's sick. I mean, that your dad was was able to, like, be around that all of that time. You know, mm-hmm. that, thinking back on it, your dad was, at, like, 
our practices of football and like all the games and shit like your dad was always there he made the the fucking sick nasty gumbo for like for the <laughs> meetings and shit all the time yeah the best shit i ever had oh my god That's, we talked about that when i was writing questions out like jordan was like oh ask him if his dad still makes the best gumbo on the fucking planet <laughs> i was like oh i'm sure he does like yeah, no, I yeah, remember being in junior high, and there's shrimp and crab and all sausage shit in here. Like, why do I deserve this? Everything. Like, yeah, like... Everything in there. Crazy. So nice good. Nice balanced meal right um, there. I mean, and I can... As somebody who, like, grew up in a single-parent home, like, the value of having a father in your house cannot be overstated at Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, there's been all kinds of... Not all kinds, but there was a study that was put on not that long ago that said like i mean the number one one of the best indicators for like whether or not you're going to have a successful life is whether or not you have like a father figure in your life consistently yeah like that's that's a huge predictor of can be a huge predictor of just where you're going to end up it's a big factor like if you have a dad or two parents in your house you're way more likely to just do better in life you know to be making more money at the end and to graduate high school and like that's Strange. It is know, strange. And I, I don't. I am not by any means smart enough to to know what makes that the case. You know, but there's something about it. Yeah. That <clears throat> I don't feel like there was like huge things that I missed out on not having a dad. You know, but there's some stuff that it just ways that I interact with with men. Like I've growing up, I had an easier time talking to girls because i fucking grew up in a house with my mom and my sister and my grandma so yeah. i was talking to girls all the time so yeah. i had a way harder time making male friends when i was growing up um just because like one of the biggest things is like uh like like talking shit you know like taking jabs and shit like that like, yeah girls don't really do that and no, so that yeah. that's not a thing that that's not a thing i do you know i just don't even now as as a man like as a grown man i just don't do that i just don't operate that way like i've now come to a point where i'm just like why would you not just be nice to somebody all the time? Yeah. You know? and, and it's not because you're like anybody's being a dick, like by, you know, like taking jabs and stuff. Like it's all jokes. Yeah, it's all jokes. That's it's just not yeah. like, it just doesn't process that way for me now yeah. because of how I grew up. So like, I just don't do that. You yeah. Know? And I can, I can handle it better now because I'm able to like look at it and be like, this is just like something that's going on. You know? Yeah. But when I was a kid, like I used to get all kinds of butthurt about it and like be really sensitive because I thought people were fucking making fun of me all the time, you know? <laughs> and like they weren't, I just, I just didn't know. Like, yeah. So it's, there are simple things like that that just like said, the way that you interact with people that I think definitely can be missed out on. Yeah. Um, but definitely. That's, <clears throat> I think that's really valuable. I think that's dope that, that that's like a dynamic that was able to be set up in your house. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Where's your your brother goes to school right now, right? Yeah. He's fucking playing ball. South Dakota. Out. South Dakota, huh? South Dakota State. Damn. Is that weird? How many? What grade is he in? Well, there's not grades anymore. What fucking? He's got one more year. So whatever grade that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like. Do you know what he's going to school for? Besides basketball, uh, last I heard, something medical, maybe specifically sports medicine, so that he could. <clears throat> I think he's just like he's a sports guy, so yeah. he probably just wants to stay close to, close to sports, stay involved no matter what, what happens. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was the last thing I I heard he was doing in school. That's what I'm up. pretty sure that's what he's still doing. Is he gonna come back here when he's done? Do you know? I guess that's like a whole year away. So. Yeah, I'm not sure. I. I don't know. There's he's, a lot of stuff that can happen in between now and then. Yeah, he's been with my parents uh, 
this summer, so he's down there. <gasps> that's fucking weird. Yeah. That's really strange. I know. So he's down there, like, just, I don't know. I know he's bored. Yeah. Does he come back and back here and visit? He did. He came back, like, early in the summer. Like, the, I think he came here first, and then he went, and then he went down there. So I saw him for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hung out with him a couple times, of course. Took our grandma out to eat. Things like uh, that. Yeah. Where did you go? Do you remember? I think it was Mother's Day or something. Uh, we went to Olive Garden. Yes. Love Olive Garden. Yeah. Haven't been there in a grip. Mother's Day. The place for mothers. The place for mothers. <laughs> it seems like it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, high school experience. Um, overall... Do you would you say that you had a positive experience in high school? You had like a good time while you were there. Yeah, I would say I did. Mostly because it's weird. It's like it's weird because like teacher. I feel like teachers are supposed to be like they should be people who influence you. Yes. And impact you because yes. these are people that you pretty much spend until you're eighteen years old. These are people that you spend like seventy five percent of your time with. Yeah. So it's weird that like I feel like staff and teachers had almost no impact on me. Like I don't remember a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I couldn't even tell you what teachers I had senior year. I really couldn't. I could tell you maybe like <laughs> one or two. Maybe like the ones that made shit the hardest for me. Yeah. But I, besides that, I couldn't even. I couldn't even like. So it's weird, but. uh I think like friends and <clears throat> other things like that, like things outside of school. Not things outside of school, but I think the other my peers are what made high school. Did you have a hard time okay outside experience. of school in high school? Outside of school? Yeah. No, not really. No. I didn't know. I was mostly just it feels high school feels like it was like especially for me cuz I did sports all year, so it was like school sports, home, friends. That was like about it. So it was pretty simple, I'd say. You got um, along with your parents just fine. Pretty enjoyable. Yeah, for the most part, I got along with my parents. We, yeah, I never had any major issues with my parents. Cause it was just like the normal stuff, like you need to be doing this, you know, do your homework, do this, do that, you know. Yeah. Because you didn't, did you like really smoke or drink or anything like that when you were in high school? I did. We got caught up this one time. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. It was like the scariest night of my life. Uh, we we got pulled over by some cops one time, and we had like marijuana with us, and, uh, <laughs> like marijuana. We, yeah, I fucking love you. Yeah, um, uh, just this situation puts me in that mindset. Yeah. We had, we were, um, and they called our parents obviously because yeah. we were high schoolers, and it was were illegal you guys at the time. You just had weed. That's with funny you. to think about because it was illegal at the time. Yeah. Were you guys all blazed, or did you just have weed with you at the time? We were eh, somewhere in between. Probably. I wouldn't say we were that. But you were high? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And so they called our parents. My dad comes, and he, like, walks up. He's, like, talking to the cop, and I'm, like, just sitting there, like, oh, my God. Like, damn. Is your dad scary when he's mad? Yes. <laughs> like you said earlier, he's a big guy. So, yeah, yeah, he's very scary when he's mad. So, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was weird. He was just like, you know, he gave me the spiel, obviously, like, you know better. Like, you shouldn't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, it was, it was pretty bad. So that was like 
the one instance, but outside of that, there wasn't there wasn't too many mm-hmm. like wasn't too much crazy shit. Are your parents either of them uh, yellers or are they like quiet when they're mad? Do, like do they yell? Uh, do they yell at you guys? No, my yeah. parents aren't yellers. They're more like they're talkers. Yeah, for sure. My dad is definitely one who's like. My dad is uh, is definitely a talker, so he'll get on your case, and he'll keep getting on your case. <laughs> it just, it just, it just doesn't stop. <laughs> so it's like it obviously bothers you. Yeah. And then yeah, so and then my mom is uh, I feel like my mom is never out of work mode. She's a workaholic, so I feel like she's never out of work mode. So she talks to you. Almost the way that your boss talks to you, and it's kind of like listen. This performance is just it's like upsetting. It's just like oh man. It's like you know, it makes you feel like it makes you feel like you're not doing anything right. Yeah, I mean, in a good way. It's like a positive, you know, like a you know, their parents. They're just trying to be helpful, right? But definitely, there wasn't there wasn't too much yelling, really. That's good. My parents are. It's it's a weird. It still gets to you, though. It gets to you just as much, if not more. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's like, damn, I'm really just being, like, super lectured right now. Yeah. Like, like professor style. So, it's pretty crazy. Jordan's parents didn't yell either. Um, and I just, I, I mean, you know, I just, I'm a loud guy. That's just kind of how I've been, mm-hmm. like, forever. Yeah. Um, and even now, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. And, like, it's just, that's just where my voice is at. It just happens, know? yeah. Um like he i could see i can keep a secret uh forever you know but tell me a fucking joke and i can't stop myself from laughing like there's <laughs> nothing i can do and it's gonna be loud like there's you know i don't have like a giggle like it's it's just booming like yeah. that's just how it works um but and i mean my mom is super little i don't know if you remember like how big my she's, she's tiny my mom's five four and like just over 100 pounds like a super little lady Jeez. um and you know, I'm 6'2", and when I was in high school, I was, like, pretty much the same size I am now, like, 220, and so we had a lot of conversations where she would she would make me sit down, and she would stand when we had a conversation, <laughs> because she didn't like the height difference, you know, like 10 <laughs> inches, like, it, she, it's she, a lot, yeah. she didn't like it, and, um, and so there was a, we did we did a lot of yelling um and my sister is seven years older than me and my sister fucked around a lot did a lot of bad shit that <laughs> so when i did bad shit my mom was just like i'm so fucking sick of this like i did this seven <laughs> years ago and i'm so fucking sick of this so it was, there was a lot of times where we yelled back and forth because she would raise her voice just to be louder than i was talking you know yeah and then i would start to yell because she was yelling and you're like you're yelling something now yelling. yeah it was bad yeah. you know? there was a lot of that but <clears throat> uh and then when jordan and i got together um i don't i try to control the volume of my voice because i know that i'm loud <laughs> uh, but like there were times when when we first got together that we would fight about something and I would like start to raise my voice and she just cries because her parents neither of them yelled at all ever yeah and they don't do it now you know and so people yelling just like made her upset like and she just would cry and then I would feel like such a fucking piece of trash like that and I was like alright well I don't want to talk about this anymore <laughs> I don't even want to go into yeah, it because yeah. you are crying and this is terrible this like, is not and, good yeah, yeah this and it's is bad 
she was like ready to try and like have a conversation but just couldn't handle like the yelling factor of yeah. it, you know and i didn't think that like my mom will probably hate that i said this but there were several times in my childhood that i heard my mom say like like well i'm not yelling i'll show you yelling and and jordan would say something like that to me and i would just think to myself like i am not fucking yelling like that is like i am not yelling like, <laughs> like i'm not yelling. <laughs> yeah not yet right <laughs> so i'm like like i'm not like it gets much worse you know <laughs> i can i feel comfortable saying that i have never like yelled at Jordan. Like, I have definitely raised my voice in, like, heated yeah. discussions we've had, but I have never... I've not yelled at my wife like I've yelled at my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not as, the same. No, as of. backwards as that is, you know? There was also because I just had the one parent, there was a lot of times where people would come into my house and, like, see an interaction that me and my mom had and be like, you cannot talk to her that way. And I'm like, listen, just fuck off. All right? Like this is this is how it gets done. Like this is this is how we do things yes. in this house. Unfortunately, this is the dynamic that's been set up. Like this is how we conduct business here. It was yeah. No, there was a lot of people that were made really uncomfortable by it, and I didn't. And Jordan is one of them that like pointed it out to me when I was older. You know. Yeah. Because like, I, I didn't just, really think about it like that. It I mean, wasn't it was weird. Just, you know. To me, that's to just, me, it's not weird. Yeah. It was just how it was. But yeah. <laughs> Jordan told me one time, she was like, I would never speak to my parents the way that I've listened to you talk to your mom. <laughs> like, I would never do that. And I was like, I don't know. And I didn't like, I never, I didn't like swear or anything until I was like an adult. Like I, I wasn't allowed to do that in my house. So it wasn't like I was calling my mom a fucking bitch or anything like that. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that, you know, it just was loud yelling about different stupid fucking points that we were trying to make about shit that didn't matter, you know? But... <clears throat> So, how many different jobs have you had since you got out of high school? A lot of different jobs? Yeah. <laughs> like six? Yeah. Maybe. Are the ones that you have now your favorite jobs? Um, no. No? Mm -mm. What was the favorite job that you've had? Working at the golf course. Gold Mountain Golf Course. Why did you stop working there? It's an awesome place. It just was, was enough money. Oh. Yeah. It was like a... We made tips and stuff, and then, like, they got new managers and stuff, and they started doing the tips differently. Yeah. And then we started making le even less money, and it was just like, this. Yeah. It's not. it wasn't okay. worth it, but it was my favorite job, yeah. <laughs> just because it was so much fun, especially in the summertime. What did you obviously. do there? I, we, I worked banquets, mostly, so we would set up for weddings, um, and we would serve for weddings and shit like that. Like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they did a lot, a lot of like outdoor events like uh golf tournaments and stuff and we would help with those and i would just be like literally because like all the dudes that come through are like really cool mostly yeah. uh because they're just out there golfing Old and golfing drinking and, and like having fun and shit yeah. and so like i i remember this one day i worked specifically they asked me to work the grill because they just didn't have enough cooks and i'm just out there like just grilling hot dogs and fucking selling people hot dogs and like just they're just coming it. by and they're like yeah what's up man like you know just kicking it just kicking in slinging hot dogs <laughs> just kicking in slinging hot dogs yes that's dope it was pretty fun <clears throat> so yeah that was probably my favorite job so yeah. far but um do you like the buses other than the racist white ladies every once in a while <laughs> i do like the buses actually yeah i like the kids i like working with the kids i don't know why but i do i think kids are fun kids are pretty fun to me i, I think can, for the most part i can handle i think because you're a good guy right them. 
Well, let's go back to what you said about fucking teachers, right? Because I think that that's totally legitimate. But yeah. I had maybe one teacher, Mr. Huff, right? It's probably yeah. the one teacher I had that I could be like, that guy had my fucking back. Yeah. You know, like, he would he would have looked out for me, like, had some shit gone down. You know, him and, him and Mr. Mike, right? And, oh, yeah, Mr. Mike, and, like, obviously. But, like, when I got suspended sophomore year, I, like, wrote emails to all of my teachers, you know? Because I, I don't know if you remember, I was gone for... Yeah, yeah, like I do the remember. middle of sophomore year all the way until like the beginning of junior year, right? Um, and so at that time, I asked like, well, so how am I going to do my work? Like, do I just automatically fail because I can't come to school? Like, is that right. how this is going to work? And the principal was like, well, no, you can uh, you can email your teachers, like, ask them if they'll set the work aside for you, and then you can have someone come and pick it up, and you can you know return it and like whatever. You can talk to your teachers about doing that. And Mr. Huff. And Mr. Chapin. I had two teachers out of what would be nine because I was yeah. in first semester and then into the second semester. So nine teachers that were uh, two of nine that were willing to send me work so that I could try and pass. So I yeah. didn't fucking pass sophomore year because I had two teachers. Because there was only two. Because classes. all the other classes I failed. <clears throat> what the fuck? Like, yeah, I, and I, like I'm not there. I don't and, know. And I am not saying that I was not a cock, right? Because when I was a sophomore in high school, I was a fucking asshole. And that's... I will admit that. Maybe not to all of the people around me, but certainly to all the fucking teachers I had. Because I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. I thought I was smarter than being in the 10th grade. And I, you know, didn't need that shit. And I was on some other shit. I was trying to be high all the time and do some other stuff. And girls and shit. I hated all the teachers I had, except for Mr. Huff and Mr. Chapin. So <laughs> treated them all like shit, you yeah. know? So I'm not saying that I wasn't a dick, but... Is your job as an educator not to be like, well, like, I kind of want them to pass, you know? Because yeah. that's like, what should we do? <laughs> like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe that's a lot to ask. Because I know they don't make shit for money, but, again, maybe that's part yeah. of the reason. Maybe they're not compensated enough to care enough, right. you know? But I still am like, why Why did no one want to try and help me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, why? Like, what the fuck is that, you know? And, yeah, I, I saw Mr. Huff like three weeks ago mm-hmm. um we because we make the medical splints and stuff like that right like oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm doing. Um, one of my co-workers had made a knee brace for him mm-hmm. and so we we go out for drinks on fridays um and so he met us at a bar uh, in, in Porto. she met us at Porto Vallarta in, in oh Porto, yeah, yeah um and we were sitting up in the bar and he kicked it with us for like an hour maybe an hour and a half that's pretty um, cool and like had some beers and, and bought all of our beers like there was seven of us there i think and he Jeez. bought all of the beers that we did. did yeah <laughs> just like what a fucking guy you know <laughs> and he was super cool and um he's i gave him like a business card and everything and he i mean he's definitely part of like one of the people that inspired me to want to do like a podcast like this you know yeah so mr huff was all about being honest and like this is i mean at least with me like so when i came back to school I had one free period, or I had to, I had to retake history, and so I took Mr. Huff's class again, and because like I choose any history class, and I was like, well, I'm just going to take Mr. Huff's class because I already did that, yeah. and then <laughs> and I ended up just being his TA, and so I would like kick it with him sometimes, and um, and he told me. I also did my culminating project on being a teacher and, like, used Mr. Huff as one of the people that I talked to, mm-hmm. and I asked him, like, like, what's one of the things that you teach that you don't believe? You know, like, give me, like, one history thing that you teach that you don't believe. And he was like, let's talk about the pyramids. And I was like, let's do it. Like, about the what? what? About the pyramids. Oh. Right? And I was like, let's do it. Like, let's talk about the pyramids, right? And he's like, it's like, you're telling me that 
we built something by ourselves, you know, that like has all, all of these dimensions and all the bricks and they weigh this much and, and everything's you perfect. Can't put a razor in there, it's like and this much time has gone by and you everything's still fine. It's like Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah, like right. I don't you know it's like I, I don't know. He's like I don't have like an alternate theory, you know, he was like because that's like what the evidence says. He's like, but I don't have another theory, but I don't believe the <laughs> yeah. theory that is out there. The mm. the main yeah, and that's, yeah, so that's pretty like, crazy. It's like that's rad. And ever since then, I've seen him at two different bars. I also saw him at the Cloverleaf one time. I went there for a football game with my brother and Jordan, and he also bought our drinks then, and then bought us another round of drinks when he left. And like he walked out, and the waitress came and like set three glasses down and was like. Huff bought three drinks for you guys. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, then, and then when we went to when we went to cash out, I only had like one beer on my tap, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Also bought our drinks then because Mr. Huff is the man. No, but I don't. Do you have any teacher like that that you think made any impression on you, or were they all besides the people that gave you the hardest time? Like, like a good impression? Yeah. Uh, teacher or coach? Teacher or coach? Or coach? I'll oh, expand it out to that. A couple of, there was probably a couple of coaches. Definitely more coaches than teachers. Um, because <laughs> you're struggling to think of a teacher, but you can automatically think of a couple of coaches. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't say something about sports, then I don't know what does. Right? You know what I I'm mean, saying? it's just sports are fun and school is just not as much fun usually no. unless you like school which not is the way cool that it's built now no yeah fucking it's hard to like school now. it's hard you know, to it's, like, hard it's very like hard to like school normal kids to not normal kids because the kids that like school aren't like freaks or whatever but um because like when i did running start i enjoyed that like i liked doing school that way but i did not like going to regular high school just going or, to yeah because some shit some shit i didn't know like math Straight up, I can't divide on paper still to this day. Don't know how. Made on it, paper? Made it all the way through school not knowing how to divide <laughs> on paper. Again, if that doesn't reflect something on the education system, then right. I never had to know how to divide on paper. Like, what the fuck happened, do you know? But there was also some stuff like reading and writing, you know, that well, I, I walked into Running Start writing an essay that was getting A's, you know, so I, I was balling out fucking writing high school essays. Was easy <laughs> shit, you know, but <laughs> I was, I took the same 10th grade math class like three fucking times because I, I just couldn't get it. Like, just yeah. did not fucking understand it, yeah. you know, so, but there was other shit that I was like, why am I in this class? Like, why is right. there not something else that I can be doing that, like, is gonna at least try and fucking entertain me because this is stupid, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I'm sure that there was other kids the, the first, second, and third time I took that math class that were like, this kid's a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> like what is going on? Like, like what are you, you're, you're 18 and you're taking this class? Like, what are you doing, you know? Dog, I took, I took, um, I forget which one it was, but I took a math class twice. I think everyone that year took a math class twice. <clears throat> Shit's hard, dude. I don't... I just don't... And I think they were, like, changing up the system at that point, they too. Did. And so it was just like... It was like you almost... It was almost like you had to take it twice. Yeah. I mean, of course, there were kids that didn't, but... Well, and if you didn't have a parent... Like, if your parent just had... Just had a high school diploma or even just one degree, you know, that they got right after high school, they probably couldn't help you with your math homework anymore because yeah. the shit that we started in the ninth grade was like what they graduated high school doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they're like, we didn't even learn this. 
Like, no one taught us this when we were in high school, so I can't help you with your math homework. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, fucking sick. Like, that. so how am I supposed to do this if, like, if no one can help no me? No one can help me. And if, yeah. if you know, 70% of the class is in this same position, like, the the guy can't teach the same thing for three fucking days because the other kids get it. Like, yeah. horrible. He's trying to move on, and there are those of us who yeah. are like, we're, we're Math is horrible. Yeah, math The is education crazy. system as it works now. How do you feel? Okay. So, as somebody who, you're about to get married, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, as somebody who's going to get married and f- maybe have kids, I don't want to put words in your mouth, you know, I don't know, <laughs> like, how you feel about family. Um, oh, but yes, I want kids. You want kids? Uh, so, so, if you stay in this area, right, how do you feel about the quality of the education that you got in these public schools? Oh, God. Jeez. Um... Geez. um I feel like in this area, specifically the ones that you went to, right? So let's the assume schools that I went to. Let's assume that your kid goes to the same schools that you went to, because CK is obviously a far superior school to Olympic High School. Right. Then there's no question because they take resources and things out of high school, out of Olympic High School. Even when we were there, they took like our good shit, like our good books and computers, and they went to CK because more <laughs> kids were going to CK and they needed more shit. There. Yeah. Like, like Jordan when she worked on the library, got books ready, took them out of our library and sent them to CK. Like, wow. That's a thing that happens, you know. So. Like, there's no question of that. So, specifically the schools that you went to, right? So, we'll say Esquire Hills, Ridgetop, Olympic High School. How would you feel if your kid was going to go to those same three schools that you went to? I think elementary. I think Esquire was okay. I'm not really... I don't remember a lot from elementary school. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But Ridgetop... I would say it's a good school. I would, I would, I would not mind my kid going to Ridgetop. Yeah, I liked Ridgetop a lot. Um, I just remember, yeah, I just remember having a pretty, a pretty decent experience at Ridgetop, and a lot of pretty good, like, good teachers. I liked most of my teachers at Ridgetop. Better teachers at Ridgetop, I think, than Olympic High School. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's why Miss Wilkie went to Olympic High School. Yeah, she's a good teacher. She was like, Olympic High School sucks. I'm going there. Yeah, exactly. Oh my Ms. god, Miss Wilkie balls um, out. Yeah, no Olympic. Uh, yeah, Ridgetop. I really only remember like not liking one staff member and it was the same guy that no one no one else liked it was um our vice principal at the time mr rosen oh my god what a piece of shit what a piece of he shit was just he a was. terrible person just a, an asshole he was just, just a, a bad person just a dick. Like, like i know i'm not the only one no. like he was just a bad person no he was just a dick he was, just, he was a bad guy yeah. like that <laughs> that guy yeah that guy that was like one of the most unpleasant people. Do you remember Mr. Tankovich? I've ever had to, to deal with. He used to stand out and tell people not to retard the hallways. <laughs> Please do not retard the hallways. <laughs> like really funny. There was one time. I don't know why that was a big thing there. Not uh, standing in the hallway. Uh, because there's that one. It used to get so bad. It did it get crowded, get so but it's like bad. Um, when kids, when we would all stand in that one like area where all the hallways met. Well, cause, yeah, because the stairs would meet. The stairs were there. Um, the gym door was right there, and then like the, the other, other two hallways. Yeah, so that one area was it was pretty bad, but yeah. 
We we know we have to get to class, so it's like. So you enjoyed, you enjoyed junior high better than high school. I would say, as far as staff members go, yes. What about overall? Overall, I would say high school was more enjoyable, just because. I think just because you're older, you know. Yeah. And then there's more. You can just do more. Whether it's in high school, outside of high school, sports, things like that. Um, with your friends. There's just more stuff. It's just You're just older. Yeah. It was more enjoyable. But as far as the school itself, I definitely liked Richtop more than I liked <laughs> Olympic High School. Yeah, uh, so how do you feel about the quality of the education that your kid would get at Olympic High School? I might want them to go to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I feel like, you know, there's better schools. So it's like... Yes. Like right. a lot better. Just a few minutes down um, the road. Right. Not f- too far away. So it's like... Yeah, I'd probably want them to go to a better school. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. It's weird because the one thing I did... like, I liked the the people like the other kids the other students at olympic high school and i felt like i feel like like i always felt like when we hung out with kids from other high schools specifically ck yes it was just they had different i don't know they were just different in not necessarily always a good way like don't get me wrong i had a lot of friends at ck like there's a lot of cool people that came from ck but yeah their environment seemed um, not as uh, friendly, I guess, as Olympic High School. It was just, I don't know, it's weird. They had a weird dynamic at CK as far as the students go. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like for that aspect. But, yeah, as far as education, I'd probably want my kid to go somewhere else. Yeah. Do you know that one of the, I talked about this yesterday, um, when President Trump got into office, mm-hmm. right, his secretary of education is a woman named Betsy DeVos, and the education plan that she introduced, she wanted to cut the education budget, budget nationally by 14% across the board. Do you think that that Olympic High School could stand to be 14% worse no. than it is now. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Not like as far as like not, not from when we went there. If it was yeah, 14% worse. It was bad. It was already bad. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they're doing like no, a, absolutely not like construction there to you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys were making it bigger or whatever. I haven't seen it in a while. But I have not. I have seen like pictures myself. every now and then. Yeah. And you can tell they're doing something. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. There's something going on there. <laughs> yeah, there's something happening. Yeah. Some kind of uh, construction. I think they're supposed to be making it bigger. Or they're getting rid of the portables and actually making extending that into classrooms or something. I don't yeah. Know, I'm not sure. Well, because they, after we left high school, here they did um junior high here was 
seven eight nine and then high school right. was ten eleven twelve yeah we were still and, seven eight nine yeah and then after we left they changed it to middle school which is six seven eight yeah right? and then a high school ninth which graders is, at the high school yeah, yeah nine through twelve which i don't think that i would have enjoyed no because uh, olympic high school was already small as it was yeah like the building itself i can't imagine it was crowded to, be in there for the two or three years until the construction is done right you know, that's with a whole nother class of kids yeah because our class our classes were huge like there was we were one of the larger classes to go through those schools in a long time yeah so we had consistently over 30 kids in, in a classroom which exactly also makes it difficult to have like a quality education instilled right. in yeah. like 32 on children on average all of the time you mm. know our classes were huge and that's terrible and like they're better now they're closer to like 25 kids you know, yeah which is still like kind of a lot but better certainly than 32 it's a little bit know. more manageable yeah yeah you know i mean <laughs> we have i mean just i know you can think back at all of the classrooms that we were in that had you know five rows of of four or whatever or five mm-hmm. rows of five and and then more kids in the back like yeah. this it's crazy like, like scattered around yeah no room for You're sitting in the back and you can barely hear the teacher and stuff. yes yeah no no time no fucking room for any of that shit yeah no i think about that all the time i went to a town hall meeting um like a year ago which is um we're in the the eighth district um Mm -hmm. for i believe um for washington and so our representative Derek kilmer so we met at kingston high school or the north gets out high school like they have an auditorium across the street mm-hmm. and um it was me and colin and his wife and like 40 old people and like <laughs> 10 other people that were not <laughs> old um and two people asked really crazy questions um that was about like conspiracies within the government um and, <laughs> and like there was some people that were like two dudes that talked about immigrants and bunch of old people were like oh and like obviously weren't happy that that's what he was there to talk about um one dude asked about like uh automization you know like like robots doing people's mm-hmm. jobs instead um Derek was like well i'm i'm not actively worried about that right now like, <laughs> like, it's not like the yeah, issue like though. i understand the concern but there's other things going on um, and that was like one of the things that i had asked was was about the education i'm like I'm about to have a kid here. Like, I don't want my kid's education to be shittier than mine was. Like, mine was not great. Yeah. You know? And I don't want my kids to be worse than that. Like, that's that's right. bad, you know? But I don't want my kid to be... I don't want to be ashamed to send my kid to Olympic High School. Right. You know? Like, that, that would be fine, I think, as long as shit's a little bit better. But I also have to hope that there's enough kids that we went to school with that were like, these teachers suck. I want to be a teacher so that... I can make this better. You yeah, know? like that's. I have to hope that that there was, that there was enough kids. That, that there was <laughs> like a couple, like at least, yeah, and that, then that they stick around. Fun. Yes, because it's gonna it's gonna be terrible before it gets better for the teachers. You know, like yeah. there's all kinds of strikes and stuff like that all over the nation. Just like not actively, but there have been in the last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. in like Virginia and shit, just because they don't they don't make enough money. You know, there's no, a, a lot of people that teachers that have like those full-time jobs that they can't even like stay in their own houses you know? right that's fucking crazy no like, you, teach, yeah we want them to educate our children why should we not be paying them like almost copious amounts of money right you know? do the best job that you possibly can right like, take those three months and come back and 
just be fucking happy about what you did for fucking off for three months you know like just you gotta make it worth it though because it's like right like if you think about a situation like ours when the classrooms are when there is 30 something kids and then the teacher is you know teaching uh, five or six different classes yeah and it's like then they have to go home grade papers they have to get you know they have to get lessons ready and it's just like that's a lot of work yeah they're constantly working for that many kids and it's like for fucking no money right terrible sucks so before we move on to your music um we talked about you have a fiance right what's her name unless you don't want to share her name on the podcast i don't know if you guys have talked about that i we haven't talked about that i mean i shout her out (laughs) shout out sadie (laughs) yeah so you guys said you're getting married in june you're excited how did you guys meet how did we meet yeah through a mutual friend at um i forget what they call it it's like the thing they have at the end of every school year down in silverdale oh Waterfront. oh man that one's not whaling days right um it it's like the day before whaling days almost every time yeah like, but yeah fuck what is that called maybe it is whaling days did they have it later this year because it was in the summer this year um it was not that long ago, actually. It was like right. a couple weeks ago. You're right. But Willing usually, just happened. it's like the uh, last day of school, and everyone just walks down to like, the waterfront. Right. I think they had it later. Yeah. I don't... Because I, that's what it used to be. We would just like... Yeah. Like that weekend or the weekend after, we would just right. walk down to the waterfront and be like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to ask Jordan about that, because I think you're right. Right? That's, Isn't yeah. that weird? I feel like it used to be... Anyways, that's... We met at the Silverdale waterfront. Yeah. Um through mitchell friend and when was that oh it was in high school or was it in junior that was like the year we graduated oh really high school yeah yeah she was friends with i met her like twice she was friends with an ex-girlfriend that i had in high school that um that was it i've met her like twice oh yeah (laughs) but like when we were in high school like i think that like did she do running start Yes, she did. So that's what it was. That yeah, you know, like when I was doing Ring Star, I'm gonna start a live stream, which is really weird. I've always told, we've always talked about that. Like, we've had, we have so many of the same friends. Yeah, but we never met until after we graduated. Yeah, so it was. It's like till that summer, like we never met till this like, town is so fucking small. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, like, it's that's it's, why it was so weird. We're like, how yeah. we never met before. Why don't we know each other? Like, I know it's like some of her brother's friends. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. But I told her, I was like, I feel like we've... We've at least, like, seen each other before. Been at the same place at the same time. And just not known it. You know? Because it's like, there's just too many... Too many common names. Too many common people. Is your Twitter just at MacRays? Yeah. You think so? It should be. Yeah. All right. I'm setting this live. If I remember. I'll try to make that one simple. Yep. I'm going to do this real quick. Oh, you mentioned me. Yeah, see? You got it. You mentioned me. Perfect. On tag 80. She asked me, she's like, where can I watch it? And I'm like, it's not... 
know. Well, she I said, where can I listen to it? She's like, it's not a live stream. Me? I'm good. Good. Yeah, just figured we would live stream for a little bit. Um, okay. Because that would be nice, you know? Um, I don't know if she follows me on Twitter. It's just through my. Twitter is such a distraction. Yeah. Um, that's sweet. I like that shit. Um, there are. I like that you guys are getting married first. I think that that's important, right? Um, <clears throat> there is. This might be super controversial, right? But I think that this is really interesting. There is a black conservative radio host named Larry Elder. Okay, have you ever heard of this Larry guy? Larry Elder? Yes. Uh-uh. Um, he is incredibly interesting, right? Um, and he, I mean, like I said, he's, he's very conservative. So, um, but he's not like crazy conservative. That's just like how he leads his life. He was like super liberal when he grew up and his dad was a really Republican and he like just shifted that way more towards just as he got older, right? And mm-hmm. so, do you know who Dave Rubin is? Uh, Dave Rubin is like a... He's on part of what they call the the, intele- the intellectual dark web, right? He's like this group of people like Joe Rogan and Brett Weinstein and Jordan Peterson. These people that are just, just honest and like free speech thinkers, right? right? And so Dave Rubin hosts a show on YouTube and has a podcast and everything like that where he just invites different people on that are like like anarcho-capitalists like do you know what that is mm-hmm. um, that is somebody who doesn't believe in any government at all but thinks that free market should just run everything it's like, free market yeah okay. everything no government at all anarcho-capitalist wow so anybody from anarcho-capitalism all the way to like socialism you know that like straight up give everybody the same thing let's all fucking cut our hair and like everything you know <laughs> you'll have anyone on from like from any from anywhere yeah, from any and, aspect yeah and he had larry elder on there so larry elder um i don't remember oh this is why i started talking about this but um, <laughs> yeah. like, i lost track yeah, no there's two things but he was on dave rubin and like had a conversation with dave rubin about systemic racism and like convinced dave rubin that systemic racism didn't exist and it was really fucking interesting just the conversation itself you know and he talked in very it was an interesting conversation because he talked in very specific examples that in those examples he was correct right but when you talk about systemic racism you're talking about like a whole there's a bigger broader uh, deal you know so i i understood what he was saying but also felt like it wasn't he was directly on the point you know yeah but um it was interesting um just not like to say the least you know like Mm -hmm. he he they use specific examples because he asked dave rubin for example, so Dave Rubin is a is a gay Jewish white guy who used to be super duper liberal and worked for the Young Turks and then like opened his eyes and was like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Like I need to and like center yeah. himself a little bit, you know. And um, so the like Dave Rubin's example was like, so I mean, what about people being like black people being murdered by police, right? Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> Larry Elder said, okay, so let's said let's take Baltimore. Right, he said, and at the time, uh, this is not a view that I hold myself. Yeah, this is is what um, he said. Yeah, right. Um, But I just like I said, that was because it's just a black conservative radio host. He's I don't know from somewhere in the south, something like that, and then came. I think he lives in L.A. now, but that doesn't matter. But um, and so he said, he's like at the time that like Freddie Gray was killed. Right, it's like there was like the mayor was black, the chief of police was black, 
the majority of like the like the high ranking officers in the police force were black like the majority of the city council was was black and democratic and like like the majority of these people's black and these people and he was like what about that is systemic right it's like because there's enough black people in the system that but that doesn't account for what those people's personal views are yeah you know? i mean for the democrats you you could say that because of the platforms they ran on but for all those people who are that are just like cops and like yeah like you can't account for what their personal views are just like what color they are right you know and that doesn't and that's where i felt like maybe the point was missed a little like bit a little you bit, know yeah. like i said i understood like what he was getting at yeah but i was like i feel like there's something missing from right like the you know the systemic part of like what we're talking right. about you know so it was but he also said that one of the things that this is actually why i brought this up right because we were talking about <laughs> this, we were talking about that i was happy that you guys were getting married right before you like had kids or anything like right that, oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 cool, yeah, right? yeah yeah so one of the things that larry elder I said that, that we didn't talk yeah about no that. i'm sorry that that was a that was a tangent but um that dude's really interesting i think to like I said, to, just to hear what he has to say, but yeah. it's not super hard to be able to be like, well, what about this? You yeah. Know? But at that time, Dave Rubin will even admit like he was was not prepared for the conversation to go there, so he was super yeah. caught off guard. He was and just like, like whoa, yeah, was okay. right, was not expect- able to to like really <laughs> defend like his position very well. Um, so that's I. It was that's that's to be added, but. Um, he said that one of the things, one of the most valuable things that he thinks that Barack Obama could do for black people, right, for black males specifically, is to embrace a message of graduate high school, get married before you have children, and try and get a really good job. You know, you don't necessarily have to go to college because you I know that I wish that when we were in high school, I wouldn't have thought that going to West Sound Tech was for fucking idiots because I wish that I knew a trade now yeah. instead of going to high school. And right. I'm sure that a lot of the people that went to college are like, fuck, I wish I knew how to do something. Exactly. You know? <laughs> because we went to school with a bunch of kids that like learned how to weld and stuff like that, that as soon as they got out of high school, they got, they got a good jobs. job and they're yeah. making really good money now and doing something that they love to do. Yeah. You know, and we're fucking figuring out what we're going to do with ourselves because right. we graduated high school and then worked, you know? Like, so... But he's said he, he thinks that that's not a message that's being put out enough, right? He thinks that that's, like, one of the problems. There's not enough people that are, like, developing strong families before they have children right. to try and set them up with the, you know, the type of, like, household that you had where you had both your parents that were there, you mm-hmm. know, you had your dad that was there all the time. It's like, there's not enough promotion of that message, you yeah. know? Like, Keep your dick in your pants until you're ready to, like, settle down, right. you know? <laughs> right. Like, figure some shit out, you know, because it's a problem. Like, people having kids, whether you're black or white, Mexican, what the fuck ever, you yeah. know? People having kids and walking away, like, having that's kids. a fucking problem. Having babies, know? yeah. Yeah, and it's... And multiple. And I think that it's really good, especially with all the people that we know that we went to school with that have babies now that... I don't know them well enough to say whether or not you know they Their were situations accidents or, are right. Set you know up what I'm that, saying? Yeah. But um, it's good. I like that. That's, yeah. You know, for for anybody, I like to see people that are young like me. You know, that because yeah. we're like the same age and um, that are like in a good relationship where they're like, no, I want to get married and like, yeah, take my time to do and like in make a it good. You know, order. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's. I think that's valuable. Right. I, I'm happy that that's something that you're doing. And I think that that, I mean, 
probably partially comes from being raised that way you Pro- know yeah that, definitely i would say that, it definitely that, has an impact yeah <clears throat> i like that Influence i like that shit. in some way yeah yeah for sure so let's talk about your music right yes how long have you been making music did you start when you were in high school uh i didn't um jordan and has been doing it for a long time obviously everybody jordy sam jordy sam yes shout out jordy sam and then i guess rj and denzel well denzel's george brother so that makes sense but rj and elijah and them they were all hanging out and they they were making music together at the time so um i'm not positive how long they've been doing it yeah but i started like the year we graduated so since 2013 because uh i didn't start hanging out with them until then and then we were just at jordan's house one day and then they had a they had like they were playing beats and shit and they're just like you should rap something so like i wrote something and then i went back and rapped it and it was just like that ever since then it was just like we started making music together what was the first song you ever rapped on they put out Uh, um that i put out yeah uh or that someone put out that you featured on the first time your voice was put on the internet geez uh i want to say it was that flow that's the first song i ever wrote like fully that was your song song. yes it was my song and did you put Um, that out like on jordan's on jordy sam's thing or did you put like start your own soundcloud and i think we started a new one i want to say that actually might have went up on jordan actually no actually that song (laughs) now i think about it that song came out later after we made the other soundcloud because i ended up putting it on my first mixtape my first so yeah that song came out later i guess but people heard it before then because we played it at jordan's house a couple of times so people definitely heard it but it wasn't like out i don't think um i can't remember the first song i was on that sounds terrible but i can't really remember <laughs> honestly we were just doing so much music at that time we were just recording and kicking in it was just it was cool did you start by yourself or did you start with the intent of being in the group with the guys uh, i started with them for sure because it was just like they were doing it and it was jordan had the equipment and we were just like going over there kicking and rapping and stuff so like at first for me it was just like I'm just, you know, kicking and rapping with the homies, which is cool. Yeah. And so, so yeah, it wasn't, it was never really like a solo venture. Was Jordan Samuels part of the upper left or was that part of a different group before you started the upper left? That was a different group. So before I even got there, they had the finest. That's what they were doing. That's before I even got into the picture, they Who had was the finest. That? that was, that was i really can't even tell you who it was but i know it was rj denzel jordan uh andy might have even been a part of it really there's a there's a couple of people that like make music too not really but there was a couple of uh i would like older tracks that were um there's some older recordings that are uh you know definitely like um before I was even in the picture that I'm not sure uh, who was all a part of of it not. Oh, Kyle Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely been a part of some stuff. Um, yeah. So then 
we later we started the upper left afterwards kind of a name change and it was always the four of you guys yes when it comes to the upper left yes it was like the four of us yeah we kind of started that after we were still doing the finest for a little bit and then uh we kind of transitioned into the upper left so that would be me nils shout out eli rj shout out one dot and uh denzel 2 a.m denzel 2 a.m yeah nasty and so what year did you guys actually start the upper left do you know if i had to give the upper left an establishment year i would say I would say 2015 or 16. 2015, I want to so say. So not too long ago. Not too long ago, no. Yeah. No, not too long ago. Eh, more like tw- 2016. I would yeah. say 2016. If I, I could turn give, this had to give it a solid... Just a little bit. That's the microphone one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there it is. Go. Okay, there you go. Good. Warden, so what was the first song that you guys put out all four as the upper left all four of us as the upper left mm-hmm. oh man i was gonna say because there's a couple of songs with the four of us that we did when we were still recording at jordan's house under the finest that were oh man here let me go to soundcloud so when you were upper left did you start recording somewhere else besides jordan's house uh, kind of like Elijah bought some equipment and stuff, and so we were recording at um his apartment when he was living in West Bremerton, and then he moved in. Me and him and Sadie moved in together, and then we were recording at what became our apartment, <laughs> and then now we still record at our apartment, yeah. our new apartment over here in so in Soto or well over in Soto. Yeah, yeah. So. Who do you guys live with now? Me, him, me, him, and Sadie, and technically RJ. Technically. Is that just for now, or for now? Yeah, not uh, to blow up his spot, but <laughs> yeah, no, for now, that's the situation. Yeah, I would say. Oh man, yeah, because my first mixtape that was at Jordan's. RJ's mixtape was kind of an in betweener. So anything that you record at Jordan's, it's under the finest and not under upper left. Is Technically, that yeah, that yeah. Well, um, those are a bunch of individual songs and like just collaborations. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's weird because we we don't really like consider ourselves a group necessarily, more like a collective of artists. Yeah, as I would describe it. Right. But uh. Yeah, so technically anything at Jordan's would be under the finest, I guess. A loose then, affiliation. Yeah, a loose, a loose affiliation where we do a lot of music together. So if you're going to compare it to a modern day music group, who's it going to be? I would say someone like... I would say sort of like uh, ASAP Mob. Or like TDE, TDE, yes, 
or an early um an early uh some young money yeah yeah <laughs> early early uh odd future you know Ooh, when they were still doing more I music together sure. yeah yes yes yeah, so like groups like those i yeah. think we're, we're closer to that fucking love odd future less of a we're less of a uh because there are some groups where, like, you know, they're they're more of a group. You know them by their group name and yeah. not necessarily by their individual names. Unless you're really into them, then you know, like, each artist that's in the group, you know? But then there are groups like TDE where you know who Kendrick is, you know who Schoolboy is, you know who... But you know that collectively they're TDE. So right. I think we're more like that, yeah. Versus, like, a Brockhampton. Where I don't really know the members who each individual member is Brock of Brockhampton. Because yeah. I just know them like they're Brockhampton. And right. They're, Cause she's fire, so it's like or like the internet, the internet, right? Yeah. I know Sid because she's Sid. yeah, and now she's you know kind of doing her own thing, but yeah. Outside of that, I just know that they're the internet, you know. So I think we're more like the other side of that, where yeah. we're, you know, I'm Mac Ray's. This is Nails. This is RJ. This is Denzel, and we're the upper left. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Do you still play the saxophone? No, can I you wish still play I. The saxophone? I can make noise on it properly, <laughs> but reading notes and playing actual sheet music, no. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish I had stuck with it. But How I long didn't. did you play it for? Like two years, maybe three, maybe. Yeah. Yeah through junior high or high school junior high i played in junior high like actually playing it with the band obviously and then yeah. uh i played it a little bit after here and there with uh this band we started at our church for a little bit and then what was it called after that that was it i don't remember i don't know if we even had a name we would just get up there and like play and they'd be like okay the band is gonna come out and then we would just get up there and play and like <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. It was fun, that's for sure. I wish I'd have kept doing it, but I didn't. I should have. Do you still go to thing. church regularly now? Regularly, no. Um, I go every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I always feel like I should go more, but it's like... <clears throat> Did you go every weekend when your parents were here? Yes. I went, well... Not after I moved out. I didn't go every weekend. I went more often than I do now. But um, when I lived with them, yeah, I went every weekend. I do tell... Well, actually, a lot of the jobs I've had since high school, I've always worked Sundays. Yeah. So that was, like, a thing. That's that tough. That stopped me from going. But then I told... The job I had now, I told them. I was like, I can't work. I'm not working Sundays. Like, whether it's I want to go to church or I want to just hang out with my family and friends, like, Sunday is that day for me. So, yes. Yeah. Sunday's a good day for that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a family day to me. That's yeah. It's always been that way ever since, like, we were little. Like, it's just a family day. That's what yeah. you do on Sundays, hang out with your family. So, My favorite thing um, is football Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sit on that couch and Jordan <laughs> makes breakfast and fucking check my fantasy scores 
and I watch football. I watch Red Zone. Football Sunday breakfast. That's like the closest thing. Everyone has their day or their thing that they do, and it's like the closest thing you get to paradise yeah. outside of actually like being in the Bahamas or wherever. Like, oh, I've, like I've that's the her, closest you get right there. It's I've like, told her several times like this is my best day. Like this is my favorite thing ever is to right. be doing this. You know, and she likes to clean on Sunday because when she was growing up. She had two options. Like, you can sit on the couch and watch football with your dad, or you can clean with your mom. And so she would, you know, like go back and forth on what she wanted to do. And I'm like, we can totally run our house the exact same way. Yeah. Sit down and watch football with your dad or clean with your mom. Because that's what she's doing. She's cleaning, and she'll put laundry on the couch, fucking fold it while I'm watching mm-hmm. football. Watch football with you. Now give a fuck. And, like, that works for me. That's all it the time. right there, yeah. man. That's it the works. best thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I work Sunday mornings um, just to get, like, some overtime. I go in early, and then I come home at like 10, just in time for kickoff. And she's woken up and shit, and she's ready, starting breakfast. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's nice when there's a whole day. Sometimes there are just little things, too, that can get you to that moment, that feeling. Yeah. There's a couple of things I like to do that just like, when I'm doing it, it's like, I love this. This is, I love doing Like this. what? One of them obviously is making music yeah and listening to music certain music certain people um like if i have a day off and i'm just like just chilling listening to music that's that's one going to the movies is another for me i love I going to absolutely movies. love going to the movies that's why it always upsets me when sadie doesn't want to go and i get i'm like ah what are your favorite type of movies to go see anything Any i'll go see anything Give me a couple. If of your it gives me an movies. opportunity to go to the movies, I'll go. Um, a couple of my favorite type of movies, or a couple of my favorite favorite movies, movies of any genre. Favorite movie. Couple of my favorite movies of any genre. Yeah. I'm not gonna make you lower to one, so you give me a couple. Uh. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Boys in the Hood, The Godfather, Back to the Future. Uh, a lot of Disney movies I like. Oh, I have to say this officially on the internet for everyone to hear. Well, I've said it on Twitter, but this has to go on the podcast. Um, Treasure Planet. No shit. Is Treasure Planet the absolute number one top head? Whatever else you can say to say number one underrated Disney movie of oh, yeah. all time. I had a treasure playing a game for PlayStation 1. Yes. And it balled out. I bet. It was amazing. If you don't like it, you're a hater. I haven't seen treasure playing it in a fucking grip. I haven't seen it in like a week. In like a week, you watch Treasure Planet pretty regularly. I have it on Blu-ray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yes. good. It's so good. I don't care what anyone says. It's so like Pirates of the Caribbean in space. That's it's one of your best. favorites. Yes. Treasure Planet. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean meets the Goonies meet Star Wars. Forgot all about fucking Treasure Planet. It's the best. I love it. I might watch that later. Jordan fucking loves Disney movies. Yeah, that me whole, too. That thing that our TV is on, yeah. there's the big drawer that has two handles on it and like pulls down all full of DVDs. Disney, yeah, the whole, DVDs. It's, the whole thing is just all DVDs that like on the right side is her shit and the left side is like... <laughs> so they're, yeah. Yes. It's dope. Yeah. Movies are definitely a thing for me. What was the last movie that you watched? I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. Do it. Okay. 
I'm sorry, Sadie. I went to the theater without you. <laughs> yeah. Because you were playing games. I went and saw. Did you go by yourself? I was there alone, yes. I mean, well, there were other people in the theater, but I was alone. How many times have personally. you done that before? How many times have I done that? Uh, at least three. Yeah. Do you you don't have any problems with that at all? I have yourself? zero problem with that. I and told we, you, the movie theater is my happy, one of my happy places, so I have zero problem going by myself. Do you always get snacks and stuff like that when you go there? Not always. I usually don't get snacks, actually, because yeah. I feel like they kind of distract me from the movie sometimes, so I'm like, I'm just going to focus on the screen right here. I need just, something to drink. Probably usually because I get high before I go to the movie. So yeah, a drink is sometimes a necessity, but yeah. then I don't want to have to get up and use the bathroom. I almost always have to get up and use the bathroom. Especially it's, nowadays, movies are like three hours long. Oh my God, like That's like the average now. So it's like, I went and saw the last movie I saw that brings me to that mission impossible fallout was it good it was awesome i've heard nothing but good things about that it's, movie. it was awesome that's um jordan hates tom cruise jordan fucking hates tom i love tom cruise <laughs> a lot of people don't like tom cruise and yeah. i love him i don't know why i do but i do i think that the scientology thing turns people off you know oh that yeah i think it freaks people out and i yeah. think they have a hard time separating it from right but that's my deal is i don't get into if i like an actor i like them it's I like them I don't get into like celebrities and like their lifestyle outside just of the quality of what they work. do yeah I just want to if you you do good you're good on the screen that's yeah. what you do that's that's why I come to see you I don't right. really like necessarily care about your personal views outside of your life which like I mean if you know if you're a positive person and like you you volunteer and you you donate money to causes and all that like that's all great that's good like yeah. like um but it doesn't necessarily impact my view of you as an actor or as an artist or as a you know what I mean. So it doesn't like, change how good you were in this movie. It do, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't change how good you were. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like for me that doesn't really. But yeah, it was it was awesome. And but um, definitely got to like definitely got to around the two hour mark, and I was like. I need to use the bathroom now, <laughs> but it's it's almost the end of the movie, and I'm like, I can't right. get up now. It's just too late. Wait. Yeah, I just gotta wait it out. So that happened. Tom Cruise, I think, is also kind of like a like a mediocreish actor. Yeah, like he's pretty good. Like, he is. But he's not great. I think. You know? I think they give him good roles. That's for sure. Like his movies are exciting. Yeah, for the most part, he's he does pretty much only action movies now. Right, like, especially now. Yeah, and I do did. like Cocktail though. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't know why, but yeah. I do. Well, I, I, like, just, I like Rain Man. You know, like that's a classic. Yeah, it's a gotta like Rain Man. Yeah, even if he is a douche, like you gotta like it. You gotta you like know? it. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just a good movie. There's it's some parts just like, quality. Yeah, sometimes you get good rules. Jordan also hates Nicolas Cage. You know, it's like I think the Nicolas. We were Cage just talking like, about Nicolas Cage. He's not that good of an actor. Yeah, you know? no, it's weird. Like I, I forgot who it was, but someone asked me like, why do people hate? Nicolas Cage or think he's terrible and I said I don't it's not like that they hate him Nicolas Cage is one of those I compared his acting to like cult movies like it's so bad it's the reason cult classics are cult classics is because they're so bad that people like them but they don't like them yeah it's almost a joke and that's like how people feel about Nicolas Cage's acting is it's like it's like He's one of those people that's like a Nicolas Cage movie. Like, I almost have to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. You tolerated to watch the movie, right? Just like, to see, yeah, like how it, how it's gonna be, what he's gonna do, yeah. So, 
I don't know. We were just talking about that, so that's funny. Nicholas Cage sucks. <laughs> Is there? Do you do you have a favorite actor or actress <laughs> or a least favorite actor or actress? Somebody that you just hate. Famous person. Famous person. A famous person that you hate and your favorite actor or actress. Famous person that I hate. I'll have to come back to that one. Favorite actor or actress. I don't know if I have a top favorite, but I can give you like a couple. The first that comes off the top of my head. Yeah. Actor side. I would say Denzel Washington is one of them. Denzel's good. Yes. He's real good. Absolutely. Amazing. And on the actress side, I would say the first person that comes to mind is Sandra Bullock. Really? I love her. And every time I say that, I get that same exact reaction. That's so interesting. <laughs> Everyone says, really? And I go, yeah. I don't know what it is about her. But every movie I watch her in, I'm just like, oh, she's awesome. That's really funny. Yeah. Every single time, every I movie I see her in. Just watch this movie that Jordan played for me, where she was in it, Bradley Cooper was in it, and he was like a cameraman for uh, for a, a news crew on the TV, and she did a crossword. She makes crosswords for for a newspaper, uh-huh. and. She, this sounds familiar. And Bradley Cooper and her like got hooked up on a date because she lived with her parents. Uh-huh. And then she became obsessed with Bradley Cooper and started following him all around the country to try and like go on a date with him. And fuck, I wish that I could remember what this movie was called. That sounds familiar. God damn it. It was a weird movie. It was a really weird was movie. It? Yeah. It's on Netflix. I'm going to end this live stream. Jordan's going to tell me what it's called. I have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, because it was weird. I have it to was watch really that. Weird. Thanks, everybody, on the live stream. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Shout out. I wonder yeah. if Sadie joined it and watched it. I wonder. That's crazy. Yes. Um, you know what else I'm going very fond of? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake. I, He's amazing. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake oh, my God, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. You know who I think that maybe my... Jake Gyllenhaal's my, amazing. He is. He's fucking great. Have you ever I seen? I think he's almost underrated. Like people think he's good. Like obviously, because he's he is. But have you ever seen Donnie Darko? Yes. That's that's one of my favorites. I remember you talking about that on one of the I've episodes. Been, I've been watching Donnie Darko since junior high. Yeah. Since before people were like, "Fucking Donnie Darko is so rad, bro!" Like you actually made me rewatch it. I was listening to the episodes, like and I remember you talking about it. And I went back and watched it, and I was like, "Jeez." Movie's crazy. Bradley Cooper. Um, yeah, I like that movie because every time I watch it, I notice something else. You know, mm-hmm. or get something else out of it. Get something different out of it. Yeah. I like that. Those are good movies. Um, yeah. yeah movies I, I, I like that, that one a lot. Um, I, I just think... watched a Jake Gyllenhaal movie on Netflix called Enemy. You gotta watch that. Enemy. What is it about? It's about... He's a... <laughs> This movie is called All About Steve. That's what the Sandra All Bullock movie is called. I yeah. have not seen that, actually. Yeah, he, but that's you so... gotta watch All About Steve. It was fucking weird. It sounds weird. Um, this movie that I just... Without messing up the microphone. This movie, uh, Enemy, that I just watched on Netflix. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Because yeah. it's, it's amazing. Jake Gyllenhaal is amazing in it, obviously. But he's a, he's a school... He's a professor at a university. And the spoiler free review is he discovers that he has a body double 
and um he's like he's, like a twin yeah he's like watching a movie one night and there's an actor in the movie that looks exactly like him doppelganger yeah weird and so he like uh gets he like looks up the guy online he rents a couple more movies that he's in because they're in their local films he rents a couple more movies that he's in and he like looks him up online looks up his agency goes to the agency and he like and he starts calling the guy and he's like trying to figure out what's going on but the guy's wife answers and then the guy answers and he's like dude like we even sounded like this is crazy and then he like freaks out and hangs up and then they like decide to meet up and stuff and the guy like oh my god so he has to act by himself that's fucking so cool when people do that yeah so he's like Two double roles. acting yeah, yeah. um it's it's very interesting it's pretty crazy it's very interesting yeah yeah and there's a lot of symbolism in it too because there's like these there's like these weird like i don't want to say cutscenes, but they're pretty much cutscenes with like there's a lot of uh there's some spiders in the movie. Oof. And it's just, there's a lot of symbolism. It's based off a book. I forgot what the book was called. But they tell you, it shows you at the end of the movie, like, based on the novel written by so-and-so. So it's like, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's a very good movie, though. Like, the literally, like, that's, that movie, like, is, like, the last, like, the last scene. Like, you know how you watch some movies, and the whole movie makes you go what the fuck yeah like this movie did that but it was like literally the last scene that did that for me and i was like <laughs> what just happened have you ever seen clerks well first have you ever seen there will be blood yes so but i haven't seen it in so long I that's can't even... that's one of my favorite movies and daniel day lewis is my favorite actor of all time all time <laughs> oh hands down daniel day lewis my favorite fucking actor right because he's in this movie he's in gangs of new york I just um, watched that. I fucking love that movie. Again. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis is the shit. He is also um, also played Abraham Lincoln. Played the fuck out of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, that, I love him. I love Daniel Day-Lewis. He's, he's great. Um, but have you ever seen Clerks? Not fully. Clerks. Uh, not so seen the entire. Made by a guy named Kevin Smith. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and that that's my favorite director of all time. It's Kevin okay. Smith, hands down. Um, and he's got all kinds of movies. And one of them is called Tusk. Um, and that one is about, on Netflix, right? Yeah, I just was like, we Do were it. we were going through Do Netflix it. movies with the guy with the uh, Schumer. Shout out Dan, Danny Danny Shumes. Oh my God, um, you still know Danny Schumer? Yeah, no we. Shit. I actually, well, yeah, yeah, Danny no Shumes. Shit. Yeah, we play a lot of PlayStation together and stuff, and kick it and stuff. He comes over and hangs yeah. out and stuff. He actually just made a song with us too. Actually, <laughs> he fucking raps. Uh, no, he didn't rap. He sings. Really? He actually has a pretty good voice. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he sings. He made like a EDM type song. He's into Let me that. know when that comes out. I will. I we'll want to know. You know. I'm interested. I'll, I will tag you when that I comes out. I am interested. Out. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were going through, he, he, we were, it was after we were playing PlayStation 1 night, and he's like, what movie should I watch before I go to bed? And me and RJ are like, like going through like every single movie on Netflix. We're like, ooh, watch this, watch this, watch this. And he's like, you know what? Forget you guys. Like, I'm just going to pick something. And then I was like, and then I saw Tusk on there and I was like looking at the description. I was like, okay, but seriously, like you should watch Tusk at some point so you yeah. can tell me how good it is oh, before I watch it. I'm telling Like you. if it's good or not. I've got it on Blu-ray. I've got it. I've got what? It. Yeah. Okay, so awesome. Tusk, so I can't watch it. Tusk has Johnny Depp in it. Uh-huh. Um, has Justin Long I didn't even notice it. that. Um, that's because I don't know that his name is on the case. He has all kinds of like 
like prosthetics on his no, face. No, yeah, because you know, like Netflix shows the little previews now when you highlight yeah. a movie. I did not see him in it. That's yes. weird. Okay, um, he wow. plays he plays a guy named oh fuck, what's his name? He's a he's a detective. Um, but so Tusk is about a guy who gets turned into a walrus. What? Yes, it's a horror movie where Justin Long does a podcast much like this one um where he talks to people who just have interesting stories right okay and he goes to canada to meet with a guy and and the meeting goes south so he can't do it so he's in a bar and he sees a posting on a wall in the bar that's like i'm looking for someone to come and rent this room for me like i'm a man with all these interesting stories and all this stuff and blah 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 and so he calls the guy and he's like well let me meet up with you like i i gotta get content for the podcast you yeah know? so he goes there and the guy like drugs him and and turns him into a walrus like surgically like like cuts his cuts his fucking leg off and like sews his arms together and like puts him in a in a walrus suit made like of other people oh gross you have to be watching this movie (laughs) it sounds gross fucking crazy that sounds cool yeah yeah no it is it is absolutely absurd. Okay, now um, I am going to watch it. And it's like the farthest possible thing from Clerks or anything that Kevin Smith has ever done before. Because Kevin Smith also directed Zack and Miri Make a Porno. Really? He also directed that. I didn't realize that. Yes. Um, the movie's hilarious. And, Me and RJ oh, reference it all the time. Because um, <laughs> it's so funny. He has, he has some friends that... Um, that do a podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave. Um, and that's one of my favorite podcasts ever. And... One of them is named Brian Johnson, and he made a movie like around the same time that Clerks was made, uh, so like in the late '90s, and it's called Vulgar, and it's about a guy who is a clown, like for children's parties and stuff, mm-hmm. but isn't making enough money, and he decides that he's gonna do like dirty stuff on the side, you know, do like bachelorette parties and like whatever, yeah. you know, um, like as a clown. Yeah. As a clown. <laughs> um, and so he gets hired by somebody and this is like one of the most mo- like what the fuck movies I've ever seen in my whole life is this one. Um, Tusk is like that also. That's why I bring these up. But, um, in vulgar, so he, he gets called to someone's house and gets like raped by these three guys and they videotape it. Um, and he leaves and overcomes it, you know, like psychologically and moves on and like becomes famous, like on TV for being a clown. Oh yeah. And the dudes come back and like blackmail him with this video that they made of him being raped by them. And they're like, we're going to put this out to the world if you don't give us like X amount of dollars. Wow. You know? Oh my God. I was like, why did anybody even make this fucking movie? Like, where did this come from? Like, how do you fucking think of this, dog? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know whether or not I would actually recommend it. I would because I love Brian Johnson and want him to get money. But yeah, uh, it was fucked up that I and I've got a pretty high tolerance for like weird shit. But yeah. when I watched that, I was like, I don't even understand. Like, what is like, the this is awful? What's the artistic <laughs> value behind this? Like, what what is going on? But it was weird. But um, that's probably one of the one of the wildest movies, if not the wildest movie that I've ever that's seen. Funny. But um, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis, my favorite actor, all time, no question. Right. Um, so let's talk about a little bit of 
like politically type stuff right just kind of world value type shit um so i have a couple of different things oh before we move on mm-hmm. you guys have a song that's called all my homies all my uh, homies who is the girl that sings on that song at the end yeah jalisha jane Shell. Shout out my cousin. That's my cousin. Words. Jane Michelle. She like, actually just released a mixtape. That that's really good. She calls a quote unquote quick tape. You can go check it out on her SoundCloud. Shout out. Uh, Absolutely. Let's see. Do it. Yeah. No, because that was I really was good. I was just listening to it. She was yesterday. very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, she's got. She's got a voice. Jay Nichelle or SoundCloud is Jay Nichelle J-A-Y capital N A-S-H-E-L-L Jay Nichelle that's her SoundCloud you can find her mixtape uh, first song is Jalisha with a dollar sign if you if you see that Ooh. then you're you're at the right you're dollar at the right sign place. yes words words yeah no I liked that a lot I wrote that down yeah her tape's really I, good too yeah because I fucked with that a lot ooh this is the tally count from the Century Club yesterday oh gosh oh my god yeah that, oh it was a crazy that was crazy that's that was. bears on bears shout out to all those guys to fucking casey drew tyler biscuit all those guys the that was insane that's you know? bears yeah, right there tyler didn't do it he helped me host <laughs> yesterday we've drank a bunch of fucking ipas while they were while they were drinking all this Bud light <laughs> yeah no we we all got kind of sauced it was a good time i liked it that sounds crazy um so president trump what do you what are your general general feelings about president trump it's not a great guy no do you my general how much how much attention do you pay to politics uh a little bit what you what you see you know on the internet sometimes i like go into depth about the articles and whatnot like i used to get my information from Jesus and Miro but they yeah they're moving on to bigger and better things so now their show is got their own show or something like that well they had their own show on Viceland and I could watch Viceland just like through Hulu right but now they're going to Showtime they own their own yeah so I gotta pay you know X amount of dollars to get Showtime monthly and like that's just Sasha Baron Cohen has a show through Showtime too that I really want to watch but I don't want to pay money to go right it's like I don't want to pay money but I I really do like supporting them. So, like, I almost got to the point where I'm like, well, you know, I, it's I might tough. be able to get a Showtime subscription just to watch their show. But then it's like... It's probably like 15 a month or something like that. Yeah, my parents used to have Showtime. It's just like, like, there's cool stuff on there, but it's just not like... HBO's better. Yeah, there's not like a lot of stuff that I'm interested in yeah. on Showtime. You know? HBO's got fucking Game of Thrones and right. The Wire and shit. They've got all, all kinds HBO's of HBO's got a lot of shit. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> so you don't think that he's a good guy, like, as a person? Uh, or on he doesn't seem like a good guy aspects. as a person either. Yeah, just yeah. all around, he just doesn't seem like. I agree. He's I not agree. one of those people that I look at him and I'm like, you know what? If I hung out with him, he's probably not that bad. Like, yeah. no, he just seems like like a douche. Yeah, like all around. What do you think about the general state of the country under like under this administration? Do you think that we're not compared to Obama, right? But compared to where we were when he got elected, do you think that we're in a better spot or a worse spot? Uh, it certainly feels worse. Yeah, but like uh, <laughs> living like, here, it feels worse. Yeah, just it's, it's like weird. It's like there was like I don't know. It was weird. It's like a turn. Like things just like 
I feel like they were like progressively just getting like crazier. Yeah. And then this Trump thing just feels like like it was just like the icing on the cake. Like Blast shit just feels crazy right now. Yeah. And it's like just like wild. But uh I don't know. It seems like it's bittersweet because it seems like it's like the better part of it is around the corner, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just going to get better. It's just that's what it that's what it seems like. But yeah. it can always get worse. So I don't know. Is there anything specifically that you can think of? Uh, and if not, that's OK, because you said, like, you don't pay that much attention to politics. Is there anything in particular that you can think of that's happened under his administration, like uh, whether it be like a policy decision um, or like an interaction with uh, another country or a law that's been passed here? Is there anything you can think of that you don't like specifically? Oh, definitely the most recent, like the 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 splitting of the families at the border. Yeah, is that's to me that's like not only is that like just like something specifically for me mm-hmm. that just seems like one of the worst things that's happened like like it's up there as one of the worst things that has happened in this country yeah just like ever so it's like for me that's definitely one of them like i feel like it is for most people but it's just like when i first heard about it it seemed like like it was false or like it was just like a one-time thing like this can't really be like what's gonna happen like all the time but now that it's been happening for a while yeah it's just it's crazy to me i don't understand how that can even be a thing to me just like separating parents from their kids is like like we were talking about earlier we already have a problem with that Mm -hmm. in america just like not having father figures or having one parent whatever the case may be it's just like now you're separating children from their parents like it's just like and what do you think about them being detained together like as a family unit instead of separating them i think right that's better <laughs> i mean Still not ideal. it doesn't seem yeah it's not yeah. ideal but i do think that that's better so what do you think because one of the one of the when it comes to immigration right um one of the big problems that i come to because i certainly don't agree with people being separated at the border with their children right there's there's a lot of things that i don't agree with when it comes to what's going on with immigration right but one of the biggest problems that i come with personally when we talk about um illegal immigration is that for me at its core like it's illegal right and that's not me saying that i don't care what happens to them because they're all still people yeah but i have a serious problem with with the idea that like like you can't just go somewhere you know you can't just you can't just pick up and leave and move to another country yeah like it doesn't work like that you you and i we can't just take all of our stuff and just move to germany or even just to canada you know we can't just go there like it doesn't work that way you know there's a system that's in place for a reason for people to try and get through and that's again not me saying that i agree with the system because i think there's a huge overhaul that needs to be done for it to be done better you know but i have a really hard time with like that's like you you have to try and come here legally you know like um colin's wife carolina she immigrated here with her parents when she was a kid when she was like 11 or 13 or something like Mm -hmm. that right and her brother waited like a decade 
to be able to come here legally. Just was waiting in the system the whole time to be able to come here. You know? Like, that's really shitty. And that's one of those times where I'm like, well, something should be done. Like, yeah, if like he's allowed to come here, that, then it shouldn't take him 10 years, 10 years, you know? Years, but. Yeah. But he's allowed to come here, and he's here well with all the paperwork because he applied and did the right thing. You know, like if you try and come here illegally, you you will get turned around, and that's what should happen because you can't just come here. You know, and it's again, like, I'm not trying to negate anybody's circumstances, you right. know? but in the country that we live in, our country's infrastructure can only handle so many people. You know, we can barely handle the amount of people that live here legally. You know, you can't just add x amount of people and expect things for us and for everybody to still operate smoothly the exact same way like it's it doesn't work like that you know that's why there there are immigration systems because you can't have people just going wherever they want you know and that's that's a hard argument to make you know because you you, like i said i'm not trying to negate anybody's situation because a lot of those people are running from something fucking terrible yeah you know like that's i'm not negating that i'm not i'm not saying that separating people at the border is good i'm not saying that the immigration system is correct you Mm -hmm. know because i think there's a lot of problems with all of those things but when i talk about those things i still come to a wall eventually where i'm like well you can't just come here like yeah. you have to you have to try in the system you know it's the same problem idealistically that i had with people allowing obamacare to fail right i understand that maybe you don't agree with the system that was just put in place and maybe yeah. you don't like what was just done but you can't not contribute and then point at the system and say well it's not working Right? Yeah, because the the whole and I'm sure that everybody can poke all kinds of holes in this, right? But the idea at the core of Obamacare was if everybody has the same insurance, right? No one's going to pay that much. It'll bring the cost down for everybody because everybody's paying for it, yeah. right? So the cost is directly affected by the amount of people in the system, right? So if a third of the people or half of the people that were supposed to be in the system are right. choosing not to be, yeah. In it, the prices are not going to be where they're supposed to be. Exactly. And it's not going to work. Right. right. That was my big fucking problem with it. Like, you can't not try yeah, and then say, well, it's not fucking working. Look at what happened. You know? Yeah. I don't... I feel the same way about the tax cuts that happened. Right? I don't love that there was a lot of tax cuts for, you know, for companies and for people who have a lot of money. Like, I don't love that. But I love that... I got a little bit more money in my paycheck every week, you know, right. that a noticeable now, not a hundred dollars, you know, but I got more money in my check every week. And if I want this system to work, then I have to take that money and I have to spend it and I have to put it back into the system and I have to do my thing because the idea is for the tax dollars to go in and stimulate the economy and for things yeah. to get better, you know. I don't fucking love it. I, th- I thought it was horrible. I would have loved for that tax system to be voted down and for something else to be done, you know, but it's here now. I don't, I don't love President Trump. I don't love the administration. I don't love really anybody there, you know, but if I want the country to get better, then I have to take part in what's going on there, you know, and it's like those are three very different situations, but for me, like, it's like I said, the same type of ideal that, yeah. that comes through, you know, there's, there's, an like, ideal there, yeah. there's a one thing that like you, you can't pass this, you know, there's, there's no denying this for me, yeah. you know, when it comes to, uh, I wrote a whole big piece about DACA one time, you know, when, when they said they were going to rescind DACA and, and Colin and I had a conversation where 
because someone had tried to say that like that Barack Obama is the one that made DACA fail you know Mm -hmm. and that he's the reason that this is like this and I said well that argument to me is fundamentally wrong when President Trump is the one that canceled the program right Right. and that's not saying the program was perfect and that's not saying that it was right exactly the way that it was I think it's a great fucking program great fucking thing DACA you know if you were brought here by your parents as a child and like you had no part in that and now you're an adult yeah it's not why should you not be able to you know what I'm saying I'm all in favor of that right but to me it is fundamentally incorrect to say that Barack Obama is is the reason that (laughs) that DACA doesn't exist because the program was working just fine until it was shut down like and where are we at now you know nothing the same things are happening because you have like they've reached a point in the government where they can't find a better thing to do you know so we're doing the exact same thing we were doing before but it's just not called the DACA program you yeah. know? but the same shit is happening like so I, it's crazy you know there's this one fundamental piece that I feel like is just overlooked you know for for the idea of the greater good of handling like the other tertiary details mm-hmm. which I don't think that you can handle until you've solved this one core thing that well we have to find an easier way for people to come here legally so that people are not trying to just come over the border right. at not at yeah. points and you know what I'm saying like we yeah. have to make it look like it's okay and people can come here and that it, there is hope you know yeah. because it's people that that think that there is no hope that just try and walk you right. know that just try and walk through the desert and get here like it's so know? hard yeah. and and f- that is not by any means an argument for for the deterrent of separating people <laughs> at the border you know yeah. because that's a terrible fucking idea but like it's. I, I think that you should get turned around at the border because yeah. you can't just come here. You know, it does not work that way. Even for me, living in America, you know, possibly, quote-unquote, the greatest country in the world, I can't just go where I want. It does not work that way. Germany will not just take me. The UK will not just take me. Like, I have to have someone there who will sponsor me and I have to apply and do all this shit. And if I go there and I don't have that stuff and they find me and I don't have a visa and I don't have a green card, I don't have any of that shit and I will get sent back home. Like (laughs) that is how it works, you know? And I don't know. know, What do you, what do you think about that? Does that make sense? I mean, it makes um, sense to me. It's just like the sis, that's it's yeah. Um, like you said, there's a system in place. I don't think that... I think the system could be better. Definitely. Like, it's hard for people... Yes. ...to get... It's hard for people to get here. And that's... Um, yeah, it took Carolina's brother 10 fucking years. You right. Know, that's, yeah. It should not take someone that long to get here. And unfairly... And unfair... As unfair as it is, um, it's harder for some people to get here than others. Yeah. But... So, yeah. I mean... But it does make sense, like, yeah, like, you can't just, you know, you can't just go wherever you want. Right. Yeah. And again, that's not, you know, that's not either of us saying that, you know, well, so that's what you get, you know, like, because yeah. you tried to come here, that's what you get is, like, you get separated from your kid, like, because that's not, no, I, don't I don't think, think that's, that's a legitimate thing, you know, but. Either. That doesn't make sense to but, me. Like, at the idea, I mean, any, any established 
civilization since the beginning of civilization you know has had some type of wall some type of something you know that like yeah. you can't just show up like it's for for people's protection you know if, if nothing else right you, know, that you can't yeah. just come here like but and my concern is not fucking ms-13 and gangs and shit coming over the border like i said my concern is is fucking infrastructure you know it's the things that actually exist in the country that yeah if we're concerned about because there's a such need, thing as too many people yeah if like, we're concerned about people not having enough jobs you know if if and then this is not where we're at now but if if fucking unemployment is at eight percent then like no i don't think that there should be that many extra people coming here you know because yeah. there are not enough jobs for people that fucking live here right you know and i think that stuff like that has to be looked at when you talk about the amount of people that come here and i don't think that again, that's not a justification for the lowering of immigration numbers and the lowering of like the amount of refugees that we're taking in because i think that if it was working fine for the last eight years then it should work just fine right fucking now you know right. but i don't know something something's got to be done and separating kids at the border is not the right thing i don't think that's it but you know yeah. it's yeah but neither is just opening up the country and then like just come on in you right because that would just be there it would be too much yeah there's got to be some type of like middle ground there right but i i agree with you largely that there are very few things that i can identify individually and that i'm like that's a really good thing that president trump did you know like there's there's not more money in my check is the one thing that i can be like that's, like, that's cool yeah you know but yeah. that's it like i don't you but know he's a money guy so that would be the one thing that you would hope that he would know exactly or he would be able to do something about yeah no that's like like i said that's maybe the one thing that i'm sure i could think of some and i will i'm sure before i post this episode but off the top of my head that's the one thing that i can think of that like this looks really good you know because there's a lot of really bad shit optically that's happening you know whether it be the investigations that are going on in there or, or whatever but what do you do you think president trump gets elected again no 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 i think there's just too much even for people that support him yeah i think at this point there's just too much controversy but I guess you would have thought that the first time around too. I was gonna ask, did you a think he was of... gonna get elected the first time? No, I didn't. Me either. So it's really like who knows? Hard to count him out. It's really like yeah. It's really a toss up at this point. Like I would if hope there's not. someone, but that if someone can come along and you know yeah, be even just like a decent candidate against him, yeah. then I think they'll beat him. <laughs> but it's like outside of that, I don't know. We what, have to hope that there's someone who can. What are what are issues that are important to you? Like, what do you look for in... Because now that you're an adult, you know, I would hope that you vote when the presidential election comes around, you know. Um, the, um, but what do you... Like, like I said, what are important issues to you when it comes to the next president? When it comes to the next president? Yeah. Or this president now. What are things that are important for you in a presidential candidate? Um... I'm not I'm not even really sure just because there's like I don't know it's just issues in this country that are important to you you know what I'm saying issues in this country yeah, just things that yeah I mean and those I mean that's what people would use as a platform you know to run on is I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do do a healthcare reform and I'm gonna fucking try and change the police system and I'm gonna cut the military budget and I'm gonna do this and like are, are there things in in your community that you think should be different or in this country that you think should be different that you think would be solved at a presidential level or 
at a presidential or level? At a, or at a, at a at a governmental level? Governmental mm-hmm. level, possibly, possibly, uh, just like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but just like this, the the way that. I think systematically there's still a lot of things that are wrong as far as how um, as far as what's done for and what's done to certain communities Mm -hmm. like black communities in America I think that there's just like I think there can be a lot more done to help um even just like lower just like lower income communities just like people i think uh there's just large groups of people that are being treated better than others yes and to me that's like the number one it's just like it it should just it should be more fair or these people that need more help should get that help yeah but instead it's like people are just kind of looking the other way or at least on a governmental level it's just like and do you think that that's just in certain areas or do you think that there is a because to me i like i definitely see some uh inequalities for lack of a better term in low income communities regardless of what color they are dominantly exactly you know? um so do you think that that is focused on on like you said like on like black communities maybe or do you think that it is more of a general thing that has to do with like low income you know what i'm saying i think it's or, a little bit of both yeah depending on the area <clears throat> and, um, and you think so you think by the area so that's dependent on where you're at not as a whole right yeah like i don't know i think it's i think it's a little bit of both i think it's more like common in black communities obviously just because it's like but that's like years and years and years of like just like there's a lot more that goes into that that's yeah. just like these communities well, no, I'm not there's a reason that these communities are you know the way they are yeah. and the way that they're set up and the reason that's these this demographic of people lives here versus mm-hmm. these people live over here you know what i mean like there's and like so years and of years of based on area but yeah there's there's sometimes it is area sometimes it's like you happen to be in that area sometimes it's just like uh a lot of times it i don't know sometimes it is you know it's the black community i don't know sometimes it just happens to be because do you think and i don't want to you know i don't want to put you on the spot or make you uncomfortable right but do you think that there are like basic rights that like that i don't want to use us as an example because that's maybe too personal but like that <laughs> like i don't know let's go with that because just to be so like do you think that there are like basic rights or things like in our community that like i had access to that you didn't because of like because you're black and i'm white or like when it comes to our community uh, yeah mm, not necessarily and that's why i'm asking about about areas as opposed to overall right because and this is obviously and i I have to say areas because when we're talking about you and i that's what we're talking about is this area that we grew up in right and i don't know that much about you because we're not super close friends you know i i would definitely call us friends because we've gone to school together since fucking junior high you know but like i don't know 
off the top of my head, maybe just because of my experience as only ever being white, fucking quarter Mexican, right? I can't think of anything that, that I had an, an opportunity or access to that you or other black people or colored people I knew that didn't have access to that because of that. Right. You know? Um, and, and so that's why I started thinking about more in certain areas, you know? Because, and that I could agree that because of the way the system put those areas together, that's why it is that way. Yeah. You know? But do you think that that's it's like you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think for me personally, it's not, it's not as, uh, I don't think it happens as much in this area. Yeah. Which is a good thing. But it's like, um, I think that's another reason why, like, certain people aren't, like, super into politics or, like, why I'm not super into politics. It's just, like, because a lot of times it feels like these things that happen are, like, not only is it really not, like, taught in school, like, we learn in school, but you mostly learn about the history of politics and not just, like, what's going on now, you know, and, like, right. what's happening. And so it's, like not only are you not like taught to keep up with it like you just it's like it feels like like even though like somewhere down the line at least like big policies like taxes and stuff like that like it affects you obviously directly but it mm-hmm. feels like a lot of these decisions that are made and things that happen in the government don't really personally affect me yeah um and i've talked about this before with a couple other people like uh my fiance's brother and RJ and it's just like it's like it's almost like a there's thing there's so many things in my life that I'm worried about and it's like this it feels like these things don't affect me or it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't like matter who becomes president or like what happens cause it's like I especially in this area it's like it doesn't really feel like you know there's a personal there's no personal like it feels like it doesn't connect well, you, but and I think that's fair because I think that you're correct that you do have to do more research into it to see how that will affect you. Right. You know, um, because it most certainly does. You know, there's I have no no qualms about telling you that that the the laws that are passed and the decisions that are made in Washington D.C. do affect us. Right. Um, it does. Even if it doesn't, like you said, seem that way at the time. You know. Exactly. Um, but I mean, even even when it comes to like uh, like they're gonna confirm this new supreme court justice you know mm-hmm. like that's that feels like a huge deal you know or like like a, a grand ski a grand scale type of thing right know, that like why does this matter but like, that dude is gonna take laws and decide whether or not they are constitutional and whether or not they can be put in you know like it's 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 a guy like that not that guy but that decided you know like the dred scott case and decided mm-hmm. brown versus the board of education and roe v wade and things like that that shape entire fucking histories of people you know yeah like like that's uh and that's why so pe- people are so scared you know is because things like that can happen and i don't think there's anything brown versus v board of education nothing like that is ever gonna happen again you know but um but Maybe. like it's well i don't I know I personally am not actively concerned about that. No. Um, just like I'm not actively concerned about like Roe v. Wade being overturned, you know. Uh, it's the same way I feel about gay marriage. You know, you, you can't take people's rights away. They're already here. 
You know, it's this is not this is not the 1950s. This right. is not the 1800s. You can't do that do without everybody knowing about it. You know, you you can't. There is no way that even if somehow an extremist regime was able to get into office, there is no way that anything like that could be passed. You could change something. So there's no way. Obvious. That yeah. no, no. I mean, the, because because even even. 40% of the people, you know, 40% of Trump's 50%, right? So, f- whatever, that was a terrible way to put that. But 40%, yeah. of, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, 80% of Trump supporters. Of like, those people are, are not going to look at you and say, yeah, no, you're two-thirds of a person. Fuck it, you know? Put put another amendment in there taking out that other amendment. You right. Know? There's no way. Like, it's it's they're not. Those, like, that 80% is going to turn around and be like, that's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't, even if I don't like black people, he's still a fucking person. He's still voting. He's still yeah. putting people into office, you know? There's no way. It's the same people who, who hate fucking gay people are not going to be like, fuck them, you know? You, because at the core of it, you still believe in the government, and you don't believe in stripping people's rights away. Yeah, like, you can't, you, can't you know? And that's... You can't go back in time. And that's why I feel so confident about that, you know, is because I'm like, there's no way that the general public is going to allow for anybody's rights to be stripped away, even if everybody fucking hates them, you know? It's the same way we would never allow, like, Japanese internment could never happen again, you know? That's something like that, yeah, like, in America, like, one, like, one time. like and, <laughs> and people try and compare kids being separated at the border and Japanese internment, and I, I will draw that there are similarities there but there is a difference between taking Japanese citizens of the United States and people who have immigrated here legally and putting them in internment camps in the United States and taking people who are trying to immigrate here illegally and separating them right not saying one is better than the other but those are different things and but like something like that like that could never happen again you know you can't just people are not going to allow it you know yeah. it's there's too much exposure on shit that happens and that's the only reason that some of that type of stuff can happen is because no one fucking knew about it you know right that's, yeah the vietnam war the only reason it went on for as long as it did is because the government covered up what they knew about it you know they knew halfway through it that they could never win it and they didn't talk about it you yeah. know they just took those papers away and just didn't let anybody see them <laughs> and eventually they came out in the in the form of the pentagon papers and everybody knew Everybody knew they had been lied to for six, eight years, you know, by the government about about this war, yeah. you know, and then it was over because the public would not fucking stand for it, you know. I just, even as shitty as I think people are, because I can't stand a lot of people that, maybe not a lot, yeah, a lot of people that just are around, I just can't fucking stand <laughs> just people, around. you know. Yeah, um, no, I understand. I, I feel confident that... Like that, the, they would do the right thing. Like war to come down to it, you know, um, and maybe that's like a too optimistic of a view to have, you know. But I don't think so. I think it more like, um, yeah, because I think people are pretty bad too. But it's like I think generally, my hope would be that the the amount of people, because there's always gonna be people that are just like. Just terrible, like exactly. So it's like, <laughs> I, th- I think generally, like the amount of people that are willing to do the right thing will outnumber the amount of people 
that aren't. I think that's probably a better way to put that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> so, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm not, I don't think everyone would eventually do the right thing. Right. I, I just don't think everyone would. More people way. than would not, though. Yeah, but I think definitely more people would yeah. than wouldn't. Hopefully. I think that's, uh, because even to use the same example, like the Vietnam War, there were veterans coming back from the Vietnam War that were like, fuck this. You know, I told Jordan last night, terrible. like, <laughs> there's a there's a documentary on Netflix by Ken Burns that's the Vietnam War, um, and it's like ten parts. And it's, somebody else was telling uh, me about that. It's, it's the best documentary I've ever seen. Yeah, best one I've ever was watched. Telling me about that um, too. It's I I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's on all. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Someone um, else was telling me about the same. One. Fucking incredible, right? And one of the last episodes I was watching, there was this big uh, protest rally out front of the congressional building, right? And they had all of these. Uh, active duty and retired army and marines and stuff like that that came up and they took all their medals right their silver stars their purple hearts all their shit and there was a fence that was set up outside of the congressional building to protect people from destroying it and they all threw them over the fence about the congressional building take your fucking medals this doesn't mean anything to me you know like this mm-hmm. war is a fucking sham yeah take these fucking medals because I went there and I murdered people because you told me to and this is where I have to show for it, you know. Threw them all back over the fence. Tears, dog. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that's the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever fucking seen. Like, that oh there's a god. picture of a fucking purple heart, man, that somebody took off of their chest and threw over a fucking fence to never see again. You know that they laid down their fucking life to protect people to go beyond the call of duty, and they threw it back. You know, threw it back. That's crazy. Like, you know, and that's. As long as people are still willing to do stuff like that, like we'll be okay in the end. Yeah, you know? eventually. Because yeah. we are at a heightened, fucking tense, divisive. That's what I was saying. Point it just feels like America. You know, it I got was, crazier yes, and crazier. I absolutely until, agree. But until I, now, I think that think that it will be okay. You know, just right time. The right people have to be put in place, and the more people of our generation that can see what's going on you know what i'm saying see all the fucking craziness whether it's you know i I don't know what you believe you know but whether or not it's like as far as all of the like 75 different fucking gender pronouns and like all of this fucking shit you know (laughs) whether it's like as far as that or you know people being separated at the border like shit is gonna get really crazy as long as there are people like us that are able to see that and raise our kids in a way where we're like well let people do what they want but that is not what's really going on. Like, yeah. like, just let them do them. But let me tell you, like, what's how things should be done. You know, yeah. like, as long as people are willing to do that, it'll be okay. You know, there's a, I don't remember what the theory is called, but like, things work on a pendulum. You know, swings really far one way, swings really far the other way. But like, it always comes back down mm, to the back middle. To eventually. The middle yeah. You know, it's things get really fucking crazy. You know, where on but, either end. Yep, but it'll be it'll be all right. Like, if things will. Things will be okay in the end. Yeah. I have hope for that. That's why I don't think that I don't think that President Trump will will make a second term either. But like I said I, I try. I don't think he will. I, but but I didn't think again, he was, I didn't right. think he was going to make it the first time. Right. Um, but then, especially when he first started to run, I was like, "There's no way." Yeah. Like I thought his chance was like slim to none. Yeah. Well, and I at um, first. <clears throat> And I leave the the door open for me. Like I don't know how much you know about uh, like Robert Mueller. Like they're doing. There's two different investigations into President Trump. One of them is into 
um, just Russian interference in the election. Right. right. And that's the one that, that Robert Mueller is the head of. That yeah. one has nothing to do with Donald Trump at its core. Right. right. But that's the one he talks about all the time. Right. This is a sham and all this stuff. But if we were to not talk about it, it should have nothing to do with him. Right. And then there's the other one that's being done by the FBI. And, like, and that one is into... Russian interference with the Trump campaign, like collusion, like that is right. what that one is, See, and that's, that's the one that he's not focused on. Right, that's when he does. That's what talk I was about. following but, via yeah. Viceland, but and, then I, I stopped because. And the one that was gone. The one that is important, right? The Robert Mueller one. Well, they're both important, but um, the Robert Mueller investigation, I, I just leave it as it is. You know, I'm not willing to accept because all kinds of people, especially President Trump, are saying that. Like, it doesn't matter because no evidence has come out. You know, nothing has come out of the Robert Mueller investigation to, like, lead us to believe that this is correct. I'm like, well, isn't this what we've been asking for this whole time? Is for leaks to stop? Like, for things to not be leaked out of the government anymore? Yeah. Like, isn't this what we wanted? And now we're upset that we haven't heard anything out of this investigation. <laughs> like, I think that just means that he's got a good fucking crew of people there that aren't yeah, saying shit about like, shit. He's like... Know? got a good handle on what's going he's, on. He's already found other things that he's turned over to the other investigation. You know what I mean? Like, things that... And he's like, well, this is obviously criminal, but is not... Does not directly deal with what I'm talking about, so take this, you know? He's already found shit, like, but it doesn't have to do with him, so but he's he not need looking. It. He's like, you know? So <laughs> I don't... I'm not willing to tell anybody that I think that the Mueller investigation is bullshit because I, why would I believe that shit is not just a lock tight? The guy used to be the director of the FBI. Like, why right. would they allow... It's a team of like 17 people. So they're, you're going to know. You know, if one Damn. of those people leaks, like, you're going to know who it is, you know? So I just don't. There's going to be a movie about this. Oh, in yeah. In like 10 years. Yeah. Have you ever seen. Probably like five years. Uh, All the President's Men? I've, I've actually never sat down and watched it. You should. All the President's Men, yeah, is about uh, the two lawyer, the two reporters that uncovered. Um, Nixon and uh, whatever that Watergate. Watergate, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. uncovered the whole Watergate thing, and that is a great fucking movie. Dustin Hoffman's in that movie. Yes, incredible. I was watching a. I was watching something. I think it was a documentary about that, and it was they mentioned the movie, in yeah, it or something because it's just yeah. But no, I think I've seen parts of it. I've never sat down and watched. That's it, a really though. good movie. Yeah, I need really, to. really, really good. I need to. Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan of that movie. Um, I think that that that's all that I really have here. Is there anything else that you want to go over? Do you have any questions for me? Do you have anything like that? Not that I can think of right now. Yeah, I should have came. I should have came prepared with some questions. No, no, you're good. <laughs> I got one more that I can ask you that I wrote down here. Two more, right? Um, this one's a little more general. So this weekend is one year since Charlottesville. Right? Are you aware of that? Um, so Charlottesville was when the woman was run down with the car. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the protest because of the removal of a statue, I believe, of Robert E. Lee. Yeah, I think is what this and particular statue, statue was. What do you think about the removal of these statues? Um, I would say that. Uh, say whatever you want. Do not feel tethered by any type of anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But, no, I get uh, it. I would say that it doesn't. Don't uh, don't worry about anything about feelings. Fuck anything. You know? Yeah. No, I would say that it doesn't really bother me. 
about them being taken down or the statues being there. Them being taken down. Yeah. And also them being there doesn't bother me because I don't like necessarily pay attention to it. But I do think that um, it does. They do hold some value in their symbolism. Yeah. Of like these are the people that we consider to be, you know, great Americans or whatever. And if that wasn't the case, I don't think they should be honored that way. Yeah. So I think that maybe taking down the statues is a good thing to do, but maybe not the way that people are doing it, you know, do you obviously think the like are, get it removed yeah. legally through, you know, so, if you can. So following that logic a little bit, right? So do you think that the statues are fine as long as there is something there explaining its relevance? Maybe, yes, I, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Because um, like like one of the like that one statue in particular, right? There was a lot of, and I'm not one for symbolism. Like I just don't, I just don't see the world that way. You know, like it's the same reason that like I can't read poetry because I don't, I don't pick up the background things in there. You know, yeah. I have a hard time seeing the themes and all that stuff. Like I just I don't pick it up. You yeah. know, so it's. I can totally count it to something that I just don't see, you know? Like, one of the controversies around that particular statue was that he was on his horse, like, up on, like, a post, you know? And um, some people drew the symbolism from it that, you know, he's, like, standing proudly above everybody, you know, that he's better than, like, all the people in that town. And, like I said, I didn't personally read it that way, but I also don't see shit like that. You know? yeah. That's just not how I look at the world, you know? I'm not one for movies, poetry, reading. I don't get that fucking, you know, well, this is what he talked about, but the metaphor is really, like, for this. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I don't see that shit. You know, do you think that that's, at the time that that statue is erected, do you think that that's, like, part of the point? Or do you think that that's just, like, how the statue ended up being designed? Uh, I think it's possible, but I don't think that that was necessarily yeah. the point. That and I, and like, I don't know enough about the dude who built it, you know, or right, like commissioned the, it or the anything. Because yeah, the if they're all confirmed KKK guys, then maybe that is part of maybe. why it was built right. that way. But if they're just dudes that are from the South that, you know, and I don't, I'm not from the South. I don't um, hold that those ideals like dear to me you know yeah but, like my grandpa on my mom's side was from a little town in kentucky called middlesbrough um, there's like fucking no people there and he has like he's one of like 12 brothers and sisters and um just a little podunk fucking town you know yeah and he himself wasn't a racist certainly not by the time he died you know maybe a little bit when he was growing up because in the 1940s 1950s whatever you know but um i know that just from shit that my grandma has told me, that he wouldn't be happy about the statues being taken down because he wasn't proud of of racism or slavery or anything like that, but was proud of being from the South because he was from Kentucky, because he was from the South, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so, and I don't know, I'm not from there, so I don't know what the education of the Civil War is like in the South. You know, I don't know the way that it's taught. I don't know, mm -hmm. because I think a lot of that is all in the way that it's taught. Yeah. You know, just like, just like the Holocaust in Germany. It's all about the way it's presented. You yeah. Know? You have to make people kind of own their shit, you know, and, like, you did some really ugly stuff down here, and this is, like, what happened, you know? Just like in Germany, it's illegal to deny the Holocaust because you guys did some nasty shit, and <laughs> right. that's what went down here, you, you can't know? Exactly like it it's, no, I, I don't think that it's right to to separate 
the South from what happened. But I also right. don't think that it's right to take people who, like, there's a lot of, like, more radical, like, black people and activists that will blame, like, white people now for, like, slavery and for, like, the way that things are, you know. And, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're racist because you take part in a system that that puts me down, you know. Like, whoa. I didn't. Whoa. I never did anything <laughs> like that. Like all I did is yeah. try, I'm trying to fucking hustle and make money and live. You know, like what? What about that makes me a racist? Like right. I know that's something I have a really hard time with. Is like how far some of that shit has gone. That like you're fucking racist for being white here, and your opinion doesn't matter as much because right. you don't know about this. You know, that's fucking racist. Like to tell me that my opinion doesn't matter because I'm white. That's racist. Like that is, and I don't. You know whether or not you want to paint it that way. Like. That's what that is, you know. Is, that's yeah. being racist towards white people. Like, no, nah, there's um, extreme extremism or extremists yeah. on both sides. It's so it's like weird, you know. <laughs> it's weird how you can go, how far you can go on either side. Yes. Yeah. But um, I don't know, you know, because so I know that like my grandpa wouldn't wouldn't be happy they're being taken down, but not because he's like fucking oppress them, you know, because he's like, well. Like, this shit happened here, you know? And, yeah. and being somebody who... I'm just super into history, you know? I I feel that it's fine as long as... Kind of like I said to you, as long as it's presented the right way. You know, as long right. as there's something there explaining, like, that this guy was the head of, of the army that, like, not solely fighting for slavery, but one of the things on their fucking ballot, you know, was that, that we were going to continue to allow slavery here. Like, he did that, you know? He was the head of this army. Like, he led those people, and those were the ideals that he was fighting for. You know, and this is not here to remember him and the ideals that he carried, but to remember that this is something that happened here and that yeah. this guy did lead that, you yeah. know? And I think that presented that way, I think that's fine because I think that that's the truth, you know? And I don't think that there's... I think it's a little too sensitive to be offended by that, being presented that way, you know? If, if there's no type of framework for it at all you know and it's just there and then i don't know if that's exactly correct because, it's just like a dude there, yeah because like, this guy was who he was like, because people was are explaining it however they're explaining it yeah you know, not for what it was there's you know no, there yeah, are no, like, they're going to be those same people who think that all white people are racist they're going to be telling this kid you know it was built that are telling their children this statue was built and erected in this way to keep you down you know, and yeah. then there's other white people that maybe, there's nothing to like explain. Exactly, it, there's no like, way yeah. to frame that. You know, and right. other white people who maybe don't even know all the way who he is, who's telling their kids the wrong fucking name for the guy. You know, and but this is what he did, and he's a general, and he stabbed all these people and did all this stuff. When that's not really what happened. You know, right. it's it's going to happen either way if there's nothing to present that. There's people like on both sides, right? That's yeah, like it's, it's like in the it's like in history, it's like it's like I think it's okay for it to because you shouldn't just forget. So yeah. it's okay for things to be there, but also, because they'll, like, I think if you are, yeah, right, like, if there is going to be a statue, like, just give people the facts and just say what right happened. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so that happened. But, like, in certain history lessons and things, like, they won't, or when they talk about certain people, they don't want to, people don't want to talk about, like, the bad things they did or right. stuff like that, you know, like, they want to leave pieces of history out just because it doesn't look good it's like you can't do that either it's like just give give someone all the facts and you know they can formulate their own opinion one of the things that i just talked about this yesterday um thomas jefferson's estate was is called monticello right that's where he lived and um 
when you go on the tour there, I've never been, but this is a story that I've heard from there, right? When you go on the tour there, they explain to you that it's, you know, it's in this room and on this table that Thomas Jefferson was writing the frameworks for freeing the slave, like for freeing the slaves, when at the same time he was an active slave owner and had like you know several different relationships with some of his slaves right like and you can't take that for what it is right now right you have to like kind of frame that in like being of 1776 like that this man didn't agree with what's going on but feels compelled to take part in the system and is obviously conflicted because he's writing laws about freeing people that he has but obviously isn't too conflicted about it because he still owns people you know it's, <laughs> yeah it's, you know so it's like it's how wild, do you but it was like a different it was exactly time. It was how different do you time. even try and understand the fucking mind frame that that dude had living at that time you know where he yeah. is born into a system that he like disagrees with and thinks is wrong right. and is like actively trying to abolish but for whatever reason whether it's this is a horrible justification even at the time you know but i don't want people to know that i'm trying to abolish slavery so i have to have slaves as like a cover-up you know if right a gay person dates a dates a girl as a beard you know? right i gotta have this beard this facade of like this of believing is, in slavery yeah. when you know it can it can be framed all kinds of ways you know that he's really a piece of shit trying to just do what people are pressuring him into and that's why he's writing these laws or that Maybe he, like, had a wife and also was in love with the fucking slave that he had, you know? Or, like, fell in love with people and kept them as slaves so he could have them there. Or who fucking knows, you know? I've got no idea. Like, thinking, but yeah. it's, yeah, to try so and... it's like... For people to try and frame that today. Or gloss over it. Yeah, yeah gloss over certain aspects of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, oh, like, he freed the slaves. Yeah. You, like, you have to... Both of those sides are just as important. Yeah, you know, like, but he had slaves. It's yep. like, think what you want about it, exactly. but this is what happened. That he's sitting so in this like, room writing yeah. these laws, you know, but it, that sounds perfect if you leave out that in the back he's got some slave quarters and they're kicking it, doing whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, those are two completely different stories, and I don't think that... I don't think it's right, like you said, to not tell the whole thing, you know? Right. To just, to just tell one half. Like, that's... Right. That's, that's not right. The very last question I have for you uh, is actually one that I wrote for RJ, but I'm going to ask all of you guys. Because I tell, I've told RJ a couple of different times, like, you remind me of this dude. Like, you remind me of this dude, mm. right? When people <laughs> do that to you, because the last couple of times you didn't really say anything, you know? But RJ's also just, like, kind of a quiet guy. No, RJ's so, just like that. So yeah. I don't, like, read too much into, like, the little response. Yeah, you can't, because um, he's just, he's just kind of like, like that. Is it is it actually a compliment? to be compared to somebody who raps now like oh you remind me a lot of this guy like is that a compliment or are you like fucking sick i'm not quite as individualistic as i thought i was i think it's uh it depends on who it is for me personally i think both i think it's like it depends on who you ask i think if you ask me you'll get a different answer than if you asked elijah or if you asked rj if you asked that's why i'm gonna ask all of them all you guys um and also it depends on who you're getting compared to and uh it's one thing to say you remind me of or you're a lot alike than to say like oh you sound exactly like you know what i mean yeah so it's like if someone comes up to me and they're like, oh, you sound exactly like so-and-so, then to, in my mindset, that's almost a bad thing. Because right. it's like, I sound, I want to sound like me. Like you you're know? somebody else's style. Like, obviously, I'm influenced by these people. Yeah. So my sound and my flow and my, you know, whatever, is going to be influenced by these artists. But 
to say that I sound exactly like another person, nah, that's not going to fly. <laughs> that, that doesn't fly. So yeah. it's like I got to, you know, individuality, I think, is key in art and different arts uh, like music. Um, but so, yeah, on the other side, if someone says, you know, you remind me of so-and-so a little bit like the way you, you know, then... I think a lot of times that comes as a compliment Yeah, for me personally, because I think the people that people would say I sound like are artists that I admire and look up to you know, yeah. as an artist. So I think not a terrible thing, but it can. It's be. not a terrible thing, Depending but yeah, the, the way it's yeah, but it can be. Yeah. I don't want to sound exactly like someone. Right. But if I can have, like, you know, similarities and flow to someone or, like, wordplay, then that yeah. can be a good thing. Because, it's like, there are some some artists out there who are just, you know, lyrical geniuses yeah. and otherwise just artistically gifted. So Well, and when I was listening to you, like, not a direct comparison, but in the, in the way of... Uh, changing the way that words are pronounced to like make them fit you remind me of eminem like in the way oh, that, yeah. that you'll just take a word and like the well, wall that doesn't sound how it is like if i were to just say it you know but i can yeah i can make it fit you know and that's like <laughs> like the smitty word and jameson jensen thing you know like that's funny shit that's out of nowhere that you're just like that's really yeah, funny you this. say like, that because eminem is like the number one artist that i get that from yeah like on purpose because he is one person that because for me like i'll go through phases where and I'm sure plenty of other rappers do this too. I go through phases where I'll study artists. Yeah. So I'll just like take a day and like, I'll just take an Eminem day and just like listen to Eminem all day. Like everything they have on him on Apple Music, I'll just like listen to it all and just listen to like his flow and everything. You know what I mean? Or I'll study, I'll take a day out to study J. Cole. I'll take a day out to study whoever. Yeah. So like I'll have certain times where I'll only listen to one person's music. And Eminem is one of those people that I revisit frequently because he's one of the best to ever do it. Anyone who says otherwise is... You're playing yourself. You're a fucking racist. Yeah. You are. Because you're hating on him because he's white. You are. I'm sorry, but he's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. So, um... You can't can't take anyone seriously who says that Eminem sucks because Eminem is one of the fucking greatest rappers to ever, ever live on this planet. At that point, your opinion on... Your opinion on on rap music has no... it's irrelevant. It has no value to me. Yeah. You, you obviously don't know what you're talking There's about. There's some shit you have to just <laughs> accept, you know, that, well, maybe I don't like it, but it's fucking killer, you know? Maybe I don't like it, but it's good. You just have to accept There's it. things you like, have to accept. Yeah. Tom so, Brady? Fucking hate Tom Brady. I hate him. Guy's I absolutely got, hate him. He's got a handful of rings, you know what I'm saying? I absolutely saying? hate him. Can I tell anybody? But he does that, have championships. Can I tell anyone that he's maybe not the greatest quarterback ever to live? I can't say that because he, he's in contention, you know? He's up there. I mean, he's up there. Like, he's in the conversation. I don't have to agree with you exactly. that he's uh, he's exactly. undebatably the top. Yeah, exactly. I can't tell you that he's not in the conversation. Yeah. I can't tell you that. You can't. It's a lie. <laughs> like, if someone's just like, fuck Tom Brady, he sucks. Like, I can oh, say that. Shit, I can say it, but I'll, just be, <laughs> yeah. I'll be hating at that point. Yeah. I'm just saying it just because yeah. I hate him. You can't deny anybody. I don't actually believe that. Yeah, that's not. I don't actually believe it. You got a fistful of rings. I can say it all I want. I can say, yeah, Tom Brady's trash, <laughs> which I do. I tell RJ and Elijah that all the time. I'm like, Tom that's Brady funny. sucks. But I know, like, he's getting you old. Know, He's going to get broken. I know year. in my heart of sports that it's not true. Like, mm-hmm. he's good. Like, you can't really say he's not. Um, but, yeah, so 
It's funny that you say that because I, I listen to Eminem all the time and he does that. He changed his pronunciation of a yeah. word to make it rhyme with another word. And uh, that is one of the number one things I did notice about Eminem. He does that a lot. Yeah. It's like, I think that's where I got that from. When I, I do do that, I think that's where I got it from. I think that's one of my favorite things about listening to you rap. Just your cadence your flow yeah. I love it because like a lot it. of people I feel like a lot of people are too like hard on themselves you know yeah. what I mean like like music's supposed to be fun and like music is one of the platforms and podcasts and things like this it's like one of those platforms where it's like do whatever you want to do like you don't have to follow no. there's not a structure that you have to follow like do what sounds dope literally to you. someone started doing this shit and then people thought it was cool and other people started doing it that's how we get new genres and new right. types of music like it's like there's not one right way to do it so it's like i feel like people feel like they can't because like when you're rapping they'll be like oh that's not even how you say that word or like that's not how you it's like i did on purpose like it doesn't matter you know what i mean and so the fact that eminem does that was so cool to me it's like i could pronounce words wrong and like as long as you still understand what i'm saying nasty it's okay right Yeah. yeah so yeah no it's pretty cool yeah i just like being able to do whatever words well I fuck with that. That's all that I. That's all I have here. I think. Um, so, do you have anything else? Do you want to? Do you want to say anything else? Do you want to fucking? Uh, we can put your social medias out there again. If you have any other projects that you're doing that you want to, that you want to pump up or anything like that. Yeah, man, we got a lot of songs coming out. We got a lot of stuff recorded that we're trying to figure out what to do with right now. You know, we primarily. might be starting a. Uh, we might be signing up for uh, Spotify. So look out for that. All right. We might be getting a Spotify account because we're running out of minutes on SoundCloud. So it's getting kind of hard. We're like deleting old songs and stuff. Yeah. And it's like some of those are like, you know, eventually they're, they're upper left classics. So we don't want to get rid of all of it. I, put but, up, um, I didn't know about that when we first started SoundCloud. Yeah. I put up one track and then put up another one and went to put up the third one. And it was like, nah. And I was like, it's like you're running out of time. Oh, no. I, was right. like, I didn't know that. I, was like, I thought it was free forever. Like, free what? forever. That's what I thought. Yeah. This is the internet. What do you mean? I know. Like, yeah. Like, six <laughs> hours. What do you mean? It's like, that's what the fuck? So we're like trying to decide if we want to pay for, you know, the premium SoundCloud. Because even then, like, it gets you so much. And it's like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's unlimited. I think because that's we play we we pay for SoundCloud right because we so we're thinking of doing so that long. you or get doing uh, like analytics something. and stuff like that too yeah um, like tell you like yeah where it tells you like where, and yeah, stuff like that which is um, pretty cool yeah yeah so we might just upgrade the SoundCloud who knows or we're looking into doing Spotify which we'll probably do something like that eventually anyways so look out for that yeah um SoundCloud at the upper left. What it yes. is on SoundCloud. So if you go to Google, yes, and you just type in, I'll just do it right now as an example. You just type in upper space left SoundCloud. I just did this yesterday with someone. Takes you right to the banger. This is okay. The first one that comes up is Upper Left by Mighty. That's a song. That's not us. <laughs> the second one is Top Left. That's not us. But the third link. Upper left three six zero. That's, that's us. The third link on Google. Yeah. Upper left three six zero. Or yeah, you could just go to SoundCloud, type in upper left three six zero. You'll see the Washington State flag with a U and an L on it for upper left, and then that's us. Just start listening. Yeah, um, their stuff is never far away in uh, my timeline on Twitter or uh, in Collins. We talk about them pretty frequently. 
some Instagram posts definitely that are on there. Probably super easy to find for you guys to find at Salt of the Street on Instagram. We got a couple from you when you guys were there. Um, you have an Instagram, right, too? It's MacRays. Yeah, MacRays underscore upper left. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram, man, uh, at MacRays on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I need more followers. Not because, like, I'm into the whole get a shit ton of followers thing. Like, that doesn't really matter to me. But I think it's just fun to just, like, talk about stuff and communicate via yeah. social media. Like, to, for me, it's just, like, kind of it's kind of fun. And, like, see people's reactions and whatnot. Like, it's crazy out there. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Like, when you're on social media, people are just like, oh, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter. But I feel like I use it for different reasons that a lot of people use it for. Yeah. So, to me, it's just, like, fun. So, yeah, go follow me. And follow the, <laughs> and follow the homies. Not only that, on Twitter, we're really funny. Like, maybe yeah. maybe we think we're funnier than we are, but I think we're really funny. You should you should uh, judge for yourself. Well, and we'll tag all of them in all these uh, when this gets posted. Yes. Um, and we'll, like, there'll be Instagram posts and, and, and Twitter posts and all that stuff um, that we'll put on there. Facebook at fucking Upper Left and Salt of the Street. Um, I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter. Colin is Big Bird Offy on Twitter. Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. Big Bird Offy on Instagram for Colin. Salt of the Streets on Instagram. Salt of the Streets.com for the website. Denzel on Twitter is uh, at Denzel2AM. Yes. Uh, RJ on Twitter is at one dot U-L-S-G-F-E-A-T-S. That stands for Upper Left Shark Gang. I'm trying to remember F-E. Upper Left Shark Gang Flat Earth (laughs) Apes Together Strong. Oh, shit. That's what all that stands for. Upper Left Shark Gang, Flat Earth, Apes Together Strong. His yeah. name is Fax Kellerman. Denzel's is Denzel. Mine is uh, Mac Rays. And you can find us on Twitter, please. Yeah, so uh, you weren't here for the closing last time, but I have these series of closing lines that are not going to make any sense at all. And I just do one per episode. And if somebody can find out where all of these lines are from, then I'm going to give them a t shirt. So that's where it's. Lines? Going. Yeah, it's a line from from a tv show i'll give i'll give the people that it's from a line from a line from a one, tv show it's one show yes one oh, show okay. that all of the closing lines have come from and so as soon as someone figures it out then they get a free t-shirt but they gotta i mean that's you have to be listening to like every episode all the way to the end and hear what the line is and be watching the show frequently enough and that episode that i got it from to be able to match it up so I'm excited. You got to do the episode and everything. Too. You know, you don't have to know the episode, but like that's the only way that it's going to, you're going to remember. Like you got to confirm. You know? your, yeah. yeah you got to know. Like you don't have to, I'm not saying you have to tell me, but I'm saying like, that's the only way that you would know is that you would have seen that episode not that long ago mm-hmm. and like remembered hearing that line. And you're like, oh fuck, that's what it's from. Like oh, now fuck. I know yeah, the show. From, you know? Yeah. That's, so that's what I mean. You don't have to tell me what episode it's from. That doesn't matter. I just want to know the show. The show. That all these lines are from. So the line that I have for this week, like I said, it's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, hummingbirds are legal tender. You know what I'm saying? Money. Legal tender. Money. <laughs> Anything to say about that? About that line? Yeah. Hummingbirds are legal tender. <laughs> Colin just um, usually laughs. No, oh, I don't know. That's don't know. it. Can I do a related line? What you got? If you could figure this out, <laughs> I'll Venmo you five dollars, maybe even ten. Um, you did a one-liner. Yeah. I'm also doing one-liner. This is from a movie. That's your hint. Um, 
the hummingbird. What about the hummingbird, B? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Word.